Video games are the latest craze to sweep the country and most of the world, too. Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man, Space Invaders, Defenders, and Asteroids. I'll be back. He's alive! He's alive! Round one. Are you afraid of God? No, I'm afraid of hungry gamers. Hello, hello, and welcome, boys and girls, to the thirteenth episode of the Hungry Gamers podcast. We are powered by 8bit.net. I'm your not-so-humble host, Brendan White. Find me on Twitter, everywhere else, at Brendan8Bit. As per usual, I'm joined by my two partners in crime, Reese Kirby, Sam Abraham. How are you doing this overcast Saturday? Who, who was that lunatic that said the Hungry Gamers? Oh, I don't know. Who, who did we hire to get that? He ran past in a trench coat. I think <laughs> there was <laughs> nothing on underneath. It was a uh, little was helicopter trick. <laughs> Yelled something and then <laughs> down the hallway. Just like, uh, runs between different podcasts that are being yeah. recorded and just like jumps in and fucks up the intro. Yeah. yeah. You just nothing but trouble, that guy. Yeah. Now nah, we'll, we'll call him Meat Spin. Downright meat spin. We, we might try and get him on for like a question here or there in future episodes. <laughs> you know, but so for now, thanks for the intro. How many drugs do you do? What are we calling it? All meat, of them. Meat spin. Meat spin. Did you, okay. ever, did you ever go to meat spin? I did. I, I regretted I, it. Yeah. Because yeah. it was always like, uh, you know, oh, mate, check out this site. It's really funny. And yeah, it's always like, the same setup. Yeah, yeah, but the thing is, is if you stayed on there long enough, there would be messages that would pop up that would just say, oh, my God, I can't believe you're still on this website. Like, oh, how, how get to 100 many? spins and it'd be like... You've unlocked a new level of weirdness. Like, How many spins did you stay on for? I think I left it on when I, and I went out and oh, I came wow. back and I was like... <laughs> All of the spins. <laughs> I, I lasted a couple of spins and then jumped off. Yeah. It's the same as what was... I'd see, this is a slippery slope that we could sort of delve into here if we start rattling off these terrible websites where there's just vulgarity... Yeah. ...times a thousand. We all know the websites we went on as kids. When, when Netscape... First game out. Yeah, <laughs> Netscape. What was Net- Netscape? Netscape was the original yeah, the browser, uh, browser that you had. Yeah, what we had in the, in library. Jeez, we, we had library class and we just mm. got on the internet. I I feel like I might have used it, but mm. cannot remember. Yeah, we had. Do it. not recall. We had it on only like five of the computers. Like I went to a, <laughs> a private Catholic school like, that cost Kuma? money. Yeah, but five like, of the computers. In there Kuma. was just ghetto computers all through this through the school, apart from like five good ones. Those five good ones that had a game on it called FA18 Hornet. And uh, me and like four of the guys would always try and get on there and then like have air battles in, in fighter jets and stuff. I remember I... Um, but it took us literally four episodes, four like classes of computer studies to work out how to even take off. We'd always <laughs> just be crashing trying to get off the, like off the, the carrier before we could even get into a fight. I got my first detention in year two. Mm. For installing wacky wheels on the school. <laughs> it's a great game though. Yeah. Great game. I remember I remember like bringing it to class and be like, hey, miss. And okay, this is no joke. Her name was Miss Dick. That was her you, name. You wouldn't believe it. My year two teacher was called Miss Dyke. Dude. Anyway. Maybe they were mates. No, they wouldn't be mates, would they? <laughs> they wouldn't be mates. Wow. <laughs> anyway, I walked in and I was like, hey, miss, oh you know, God. I got this great game. Like I think it would be good for the people to you know, in the class to play this game, check it out. And she's like, yeah, no, that's all right. We don't, we don't need to do that. But thanks anyway for bringing it in. Mm. And I was like, well, fuck you. Mm. It's just like, as soon as she turned her back, I was like, 
see DOS run <laughs> <laughs> wacky wheels. Was it a, was it a CD or was it a floppy? It's a floppy. Disc? Oh yeah, it's a floppy. floppy My yeah. nice first detention was in year three because there was a kid in our class called Shane Baum and he had like breathing issues. Were you a prick kid? Were you like a <laughs> really bastard issues. little kid? Sometimes <laughs> I, I was just real smart ass. Your real first bratty. detention story starts with a kid who has breathing issues. <laughs> real, real bratty. What'd you do? You cover his mouth. My no, my my <laughs> smear your hand all you know, over his you, face. You can probably both confirm <laughs> that it's the same. My my sort of main shtick through life is I'm a bit of a brat. So that hasn't changed no, from, from when I was a would kid. Never, yeah. Would never have said that about but you. But anyway, no, I'll, no. I'll make Shane Baum. I had the unfortunate experience of sitting beside him through like all of you three. <laughs> and he was, you know, breathing like no tomorrow. And you <laughs> Like know, that scene in The Simpsons where he's breathe through your damn yeah. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I started calling him Darth Vader because oh it was God. that heavy. Like he'd be God. sitting there and I'd be doing my my times tables and old Shane Baum beside me would be like, oh, two plus two. <laughs> Oh, and I wow. couldn't concentrate and I just, you know, snapped and called him Darth Vader and then I just kept calling him Darth Vader and then Mrs. Trelaw, my U3 teacher, bless her heart, gave me my first ever detention. Mate, you deserve it. Bless her heart. It. You deserve it. Don't, I, don't I act like the it. bigger guy here. Don't, don't act like you just, oh, don't even, nah. I, I think Poor Shane. Shane and I are friends on Facebook these days. Well, not so anymore. That bridge is mended. <laughs> so, he's so there's probably, a, there's he, a fair to strong chance that he might be listening to this. There's a right fair now. to strong chance that he's Steve Bashimi from Billy Madison and he's like sitting there with a gun <laughs> listening to sticks and then just being like, got your name on a, on a list of people to kill. If we remain silent, we could probably hear him listening to this podcast from wherever he's living at the moment. Oh, you are horrible. Mate, shout out to Shane. Love you, Shane. You, you have learned nothing. Love hope you, Shane. I hope your breathing's got better, mate. Um, we've all got problems. Um, yeah. We do. I got I'm, many. I'm just too handsome. That's my problem. But, you know, I deal with it. It's a, it's a daily um. I was going to say your overwhelming sense of humility is yeah. your problem. Oh, mate, it what's, weighs me down. What's your problem, Sam? Uh, <laughs> I love I how we don't, even, we don't even start with how was your week. It's like, so, Sam, what's your problem? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us your inssecurities. <laughs> anyway, guys, as you know, I'm pretty damn perfect. So, uh, yeah, wait, what you are. You, uh, perfect rock? What'd no, you say earlier? A, yeah, what's the analogy? River stone. I'm a smooth river stone. So I'm a smooth river stone. And Brendan, what did you say? You said... I said, you know what happens to smooth river stones? They get thrown across lakes and skimmed into oblivion. So, it, so that's I, my, I think the I think term you used was problem. a catch-22. It was yeah. a catch for, for having a rock. That's the... <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I've got a rock, but oh, I've got to throw it away now. Totally not a catch-22 <laughs> at all. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> off the cuff. Sometimes I live, sometimes I die by my stupidity. And yeah. I died horribly. With Shane, that Shaney Bourne's a, a, a testament to that. <laughs> and that one as well. Uh, anyway, guys, what have you been playing this week? I have been uh, having a ball of a time because I took my lovely wife to Kmart, as she loves to go pretty much <laughs> two, three times a week. Kmart uh, doesn't get as much love as it deserves. Like, uh, I, no, I know you get I think these it does. other. I really think it does. These big W target aficionados out there, but mate, Kmart is the Speak big daddy. Speak to anyone the under thirty and be like, "Hey, do you like Kmart?" They're like, "I love Kmart." Yeah. But um, I took her there, and uh, I was looking around at in the entertainment section, as you do, looking for entertainment. Yeah. Bargains. I was actually down there to see what their deals were on Magic cards because I was thinking, oh, jumping that train, jumping that train. But, but yeah. those midnight specials. Sometimes I've been there to Kmart, you know, in the middle of the night, mm. which is the best time to go. And they have like specials. Anyway, I went down there. And do, do they legitimately have mid? Because yeah. when, yeah. when remember when they were? I think most of the stores now they're no longer. They open some twenty four seven. Yeah, they stupidest do. idea. In oh, the yeah, universe. never. I never That's understood great. that. 
I never like, understood that. Fair enough if they started selling maybe like bread and milk and stuff like that. Mm. There's a bit of a hook there, but like there'd be never a time when I'd be, you know, I'd wake up at 3am and go, holy shit, I got to get to Kmart and put $20 on my lay-by. Well, like, we'll I would be interested to see what they, what they sell the yeah. most between 12 and 7. Well, anyway, I was down there and because, you know. Maybe pajamas? No, yeah. Once, once I went down there, they had <laughs> Bonds undies, uh, dollar each. Got so like see, that's, 20 pairs. That's Jeez. some kind of sorcery because you buy them usually, I think they're over $20 each now. They're for 15. Bonds. 15 bucks a day. Like Actually, you know what? Hang on, sorry. It's getting made offshore now. They weren't Bonds. They weren't Bonds. They were uh, Alpha. Oh, uh, yep. Alphas bonds, are still bonds good lights. Though. I've got same, some Alphas. Same yeah. Yeah. So I went down there and uh, I was walking around the entertainment section and I was just browsing. I saw this uh, projector and I'm thinking, okay. since when has Kmart ever sold a projector? Okay. And there was this lovely young girl uh, Brianna, if you're listening out there, Ashfield Kmart. Shout out to Ashfield Kmart. Uh, she, I said to her, so how much is this projector? And she goes, uh, it's, it's $49. And I go, really? Are you sure it's a projector? Are you sure it's not a screen and a just, you know, it's like the cable or whatever. It's the bulb. <laughs> and she's like, um, I don't know. I just started working here last week. And I'm like, well, let's. Do you mind if I take a look? And she's like, yeah, no problem. So I pulled it out. Lo and behold, here's its projector. How big uh, is this thing? Is it sizable? It's, it's, is it like traditional it's projector about, size? It's about the size of a, of a laptop um, in okay. terms of its dimensions. Same and, as height? Um, yeah, typical probably bulky about projectors. Okay. 10, 10 okay. centimetres high. I'm just curious because, you know, there's these pocket projectors around now. And, I, I uh, thought maybe came up okay. with doing them. I looked at it and it's, sure. it's HD. It's not full HD, but it's HD. 720? H, yeah, HDMI in. Uh, 1080i compatible. Okay, and that's all right. I went to... Intel-A scan's still pretty good. And I thought, oh, I may as well get it. Anyway, this guy um, came over and he's like, oh, yeah, what's going on? And I was like, oh, I was wanting to buy this projector. He's like, oh, that's 180 bucks. And I said, oh, oh we'll see. Brianna told me it was 49 Did she just deny all knowledge this? Did she just go, yeah. I don't even work here, Reese. Anyway. I'm did here you, buying some pyjamas. Did you hold to this poor first day... Yeah. Employees. I, I, I had a go because it's like, mate, false advertising. Hustle. Consumer rights. Always on that hustle. And Wait, she, anyway, just, she just told you 49 though. There's yeah. no signage anywhere, is there? Or? No, no, there's no signage. But wow. he knows that if I took it to head office and his regional manager and made a complaint, I would get it for $49. Can, can I, why didn't you just take it to like the dozens of those self-scan machines that are in Kmart everywhere? It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because what she told me the price. I don't know. I like you obviously got the projector at fifty bucks, or I else did. you wouldn't be telling the story. That's right. But I, I don't did. know if this would hold up every time. Look, the the way I understand it to work is is that if they wanted to get legal about it, they could probably screw me. But in the interest of trying to maintain <laughs> the customer, because like, see, it's I was buying other stuff. I had an armful of other stuff. You know, yeah, I had I bloody. Rose gold terrariums, I had indoor plants, I had bloody, you know, deck chairs and, you know, Fisher Price, whatever. And Fisher Price, what Fisher, are you it's buying? My, I love that it's, you buying this Fisher Price. It's my niece's birthday. Oh, I, I love my niece's birthday. the entire net and just said Fisher Price is just like a genre, like a, a class. I bought item. all the Fisher Price. My niece's <laughs> yeah. birthday. Anyway, she gets We're all really got to go Fisher down Price. to the store and get some Fisher Price. Oh, yeah, I love that Fisher Price. Let's go. <laughs> uh, so I got this projector. Anyway, took it home. Set it up. Lo and behold, bloody hell, this thing is incredible. It is so much fun. And I chucked my computer on it last night, fired up some games. I managed to finish Company of Heroes number one. Nice. I was, I've always been collectively halfway through that game. In full 1080i beauty. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, boy. And I finished that game and then I started playing Heroes of the Storm and I'm 
I'm back into it. I'm back into I'm, Heroes. I'm so glad that back it circled around to video games because yeah. I thought this was ending with I played the projector. No, no, no. <laughs> all, of, all of my stories start way, 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 way before. You take us on a journey. Be, yeah, I, I love to. the journey. Like the day before. Oh, it's so <laughs> yeah. far back. I had spaghetti and meatballs. It it'll be great. It'll be like, you know, oh, what's your favorite restaurant? So when I was three. <laughs> so anyway, I've been playing Heroes and Company... Uh, Company of Heroes and Heroes of the Storm. On that beautiful, on beautiful that projector. So projector. if you go down to Kmart, I think you should pick up one of those projectors because I think they're great. Just, For 110 just bucks or whatever You it was. go down to Kmart, just mention that you know Reese Kirby. There you go. And Brianna. Ask and Brianna. Brianna, Ashfield Brianna Kmart. at Ashfield Kmart's is doing some deals. This just just name drop. <laughs> $50 projectors. That's what I've been playing. Sammy, what about you, mate? Nice what have been one. playing? I got Dark Souls 3. Yay. No. Yeah, you said that last week. Did I say that last yeah. week? But I hadn't. So you still got quite, Dark Souls three. I still, I still own. <laughs> didn't it. return it. We'll yeah. check again next week to see if I still have mm. it. Um, Dark I, Souls watch. Last week I didn't really get a lot of time to play it before we recorded the podcast, but yep. this week I've had a bit more of a crack at it. Yeah. And I completely get the Dark Souls thing now. I just, I get it, and I like it. It's, a, it's an addictive feeling getting that. It's, it's weird. You get no clues. Apparently, this one's a bit easier. Um, to, to get into the tutorial stuff's yeah, it's actually a, it's a, a bit lot more less evident. Forgiving, a lot more forgiving, sorry, than the first to, two. To the newbies, yeah. But um, you, you just go from dying a couple of times to the first group of you know creatures around you to, okay, I have to go straight here, turn right, slash, go forward, okay, jump over this guy, hit him when you drop, move forward, you've got to kill this guy, then this guy, and try and get this guy while he's climbing the wall. It just becomes a process. Mm-hmm. And as stupid as that sounds, it, you actually find I, I find it enjoyable almost. Mm. You like the but structure? It's, it's so unforgiving. Oh yeah, one one, to, like, one wrongly timed boss. roll, and you're in some trouble. Dude, I got up to the second boss and uh, died, and then it takes you so far back, yeah. and you've got to do that again and again just to get to the guy. There are like three guys on, along the way that I just die to constantly. So like that's a challenge. And then when you get to the boss, they don't give you any explanation of mechanics. No. This guy like gives you frostbite. So without telling you, you need to actually get a torch mm. uh, and wave it around and run around to like, you know, wait or ward off the frostbite, mm. which makes, makes no sense. fucking sense to me. Mate, heat, heat keeps like, you warm. Well, it does make sense. Science. Absolutely right. <laughs> and I go to Dark Souls for all of my science. Oh, yeah. So you get, do you get yeah. a black for the mysteries like of Mr. the universe. Deeds. Do I get a what? Do you get a black foot like Mr. Deeds? <laughs> what you get is this, uh, like... And when, when they strike it, you're like, like a creature. Ah, oh, it doesn't really hurt. You get, like, clawed right down. Like, this thing just crushes you with its giant paw. Mm. Paw? Claw. Claw. What, paw. what class did you roll? Uh, I went for the deprived first and then realized Gosh, that that was... That's, that's, that's suicide that was like, yeah. when you first time in those games. I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. I was like doing the more challenging mm. thing when I play a game. Like I'll up the difficulty, but I didn't quite realize what I was getting into. So, so I went re-roll? back, re-rolled a mercenary. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm rocking a sorcerer at the moment. Yeah, what's that I thought, like? I'd, thought I'd try something a little bit more squishy, but because you've got a lot of range cast, you know, you've got a little bit more survivability because you can pick a lot of enemies off from a distance to yeah. start with. So you're not gonna get you know killed as much in those early stages but when they you know close that gap you're in some trouble because so, your armor's light 
you, you know, you, you, your survivability is a lot lower than the mercenaries, the knights. And I things, think, so. um, yeah, and like I haven't quite finished the game just yet, of course, but uh, I think, it, you know, just between those two classes, it'd be a completely different experience. Oh, yeah, and 100%. I think that's, 100%. Uh, totally justification. I, I, I usually play experience every, every sort of slightly fantasy based game. I usually play as standard as like that prototypical warrior type build, you know, in your face. Yeah. I'm a mage. Pure combat, but You're I thought, mage. you know, I'm going to roll. Dark Souls Three a bit different, so yeah, it's it's been. You're always the thief or the ranger or whatever, or aren't the you? assassin or the um, rogue. I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I like. I just go with whatever looks cool. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, like looks like a cool, smooth rock. Yeah, that can be skimmed across the surface of a lake. Mm. Mm. Catch twenty twos all day. Catch twenty twos <laughs> up the wazoo. Sand the pebble. What are you doing? What did you do this so week? So I played a little bit more of the Doom beta. It ended, I think it ended on Tuesday or Wednesday. So okay. I've got a few more little sessions in on that. Still not very excited about it, to mm. be honest. I'm not putting too much weight in it. The game does release in a month, so I'm not sure how much of a jump it's going to be in overall quality from what I played this week to when I'm going to play in a month. Yeah. But Probably overall, it was just very underwhelming. Very yeah. underwhelming. Like the graphics weren't anything to rave about. The 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 weapons, you know, felt doomy to a degree, but it felt like I was playing a watered down Quake, like on an old PC based machine. That's not to put Quake down though. Oh Quake Quake's revolutionary. Quake three Quake, you know? Arena. Yeah. Yeah, like Quake you ever play that? I played a little bit of a little Brilliant bit of Quake. Game. Quake 3 or a wiener? A wiener. <laughs> Have you seen my Awena? A wiener. Um, that was a sick game. You get old Netcalf there. Oh, yeah. Quake Arena. Yeah. yeah. But it just... I, I expected a lot more, and that's probably my bad too. But I, I thought after after the, the previous Doom that they brought out on the um, the Xbox 360, which was more jump scary and more yeah. gloomy and atmospheric, I thought they might go that way. Did I see somewhere some they're doing a VR? Doom, Maybe. Doom port for VR? Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. That'd be intense. Like, <laughs> you know, running around at, at, you know, light speed as you seem to from all kinds of demons, shooting your BFG. Hopefully The Rock or Carl Urban don't make an BFG, appearance in this big game. BFG, big fucking gun. That's the one. Yeah, right. That's the one. But I noticed in the multiplayer, it just became Super Shotgun. You know, everyone was ah. rocking Super Shotguns and the radius on the bullet spray that you could... That kills somebody with a shotgun was ridiculous. Yeah. It was it almost became like a freaking sniper rifle, it felt sometimes. I'd be closing in on a guy and then he'd just shotgun me from like 40 meters away. I'm like, that's not real life. Unrealistic <laughs> shotguns are annoying. Oh, yeah. In Doom. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. But <laughs> typically, shotguns, high risk, high reward, you've got to get in their face to kill somebody. You know, you've got mm. to be in a couple of meters. You can't be the next suburb over and go, hey, mate, ch- ch- boom, and then you're dead. You've you got to be, you know, the knocking on that front door. The exaggeration is so good. That's the best. So I played a lot of Doom. Um, yep. That was kind of it now, I think about it. I had a bit of a bit of a boring week, a bit of travel with work. I tried PlayStation Remote Play again on a better connection down in Canberra, um, but still... Still no good. Still no dice. Yeah, so... Come on, even, Sony. Come on. Is, is part of it's it, not though, the Sony's connection fault. that you have at the console, though? So the connection that you'd have back yeah, at your house? Obviously, because it's, yeah. because it's sort of going um, out to the internet, um, into your console, and then spitting that mm. back out into your computer. So it's, it's, it's you know, not the smoothest sort of transition to probably be working through as far as your network connection goes. But yeah. I made sure I had my PS4 connected directly, um, you know, hardwired in. So there was no sort of Wi-Fi issues. There'd be mm. no um, potential latency there. 
and then I even ran my computer down in Canberra direct into the modem as well just to do a stress test that way and yeah still still couldn't achieve the results I was hoping welcome Australia Australia it's the land of shitty internet and drop bears internet internet's fault it's Mm. not Sony's fault yeah Yeah. so as far as we know I'll still persist with it I'll get it working eventually but for now it's hurting my little soul a little bit your dark soul my dark soul I'm here for you thank you if you ever need a shoulder you've got two I have I have two <laughs> not for you but oh. is cuddly. that's um. alright that's alright well I think uh, let's rummage up a coin and start up what's going on in the news this week eh? yeah well I'll just get that going I'll just chuck it in there Maybe. If you could see the coin pouch that Reese has opened up here, oh he's God. got currency from all over. He's got huge, huge fear of cut purses. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Can't go down to the local bazaar. He's got Bart in there. He's got Dong. He's got Drachma. He's got bloody euros. Mate, you better believe I got Dong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, old cat. That wasn't the dong you put in there, was it? <laughs> it sounded if a bit so, different. So I'm not putting that. any more coins in there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. So, so the first bit of news that is probably, in my personal opinion, you guys can probably argue otherwise. The biggest bit of news from this week is, you know, Red Dead Two has been goddamn confirmed. It's going to be yes. a sequel. They've released images of the entire map of the game. It looks like it's going to be double in size from RDR1. And I am keen as beans for this. Yeah. Did you guys play? Obviously, Kerbo, you, had a, yeah. you had a fair amount of Red Dead sessions. Oh, yeah. It was incredible. Like, it's one of those games that nearly made me cry. Yeah. Oh, the playing, ending. Playing like the story. Won't, won't yeah. jump into okay. spoiler territory, but the ending of Red Dead 1. Yeah. Holy moly. It hit you for a loop like it right in the feels I, I know right in the feels I know what happens in the end uh, but I never really played the story it's what so I good. did was I would jump on because my friend had it yep I'd jump on and just do what you do in GTA when you've just you just want to muck around and just be a nuisance yeah and all of a sudden the whole town's shooting at you yeah you you've got some guy trailing you I, I used you, to love that you drag him behind you on yeah. the lasso yeah. yeah oh my god so, so this news has me so giddy and so damn excited! Mm. I'm looking forward to just getting lost in this game again. Like, do we even do we know like um, when it's going to come out or anything? Or? No, no dates. That there's probably going to be a bit more of an announcement at E3 in June. Mm. But um, super keen to to get involved. Obviously, this whole prequel concept's pretty cool. So John Marston, I'm sh- I'm sure is probably going to be the lead character again, but he's going to be a bit younger, a little less grizzled. Oh, so you think it's going to be a prequel? It is a prequel. I mucked up and I was reading... Oh, so it's definitely something a prequel. down the line. Yeah, it is a prequel. So it's not a sequel. Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, so my bad on that out there, listeners. Anyone thinking you're an idiot? Yes, I am an idiot, but it is a prequel. <laughs> nice one, man. So I'm, I'm chomping at the bit because he was a great character. Some of the lines that he sort of came out with throughout that game yeah. were just brilliant. It's, it's a game that, like, you know, it's just, it's just one I never picked up. And mm. I always... Well, every time I... I hear about it or mm. you know someone's talking about it I think yeah I should really play that I should get around to it I might have to particularly before the number two comes out yeah. it's like everyone dollars. raves about it and everyone always mm. raves about it yeah, yeah, even just things down to the soundtrack like I remember I downloaded the soundtrack and I'd play it like on my iPod and stuff just cause mm. it was just so beautifully done you know a lot of sort of just instrumental pieces just set in that wild west setting 
Yeah. You know, and, and I'm looking forward to more um, of the like the Mexican standoff, like the shootouts that you do. Remember they had like, that a thing? Remember the quick time events where you, you, you challenge a guy to a to a duel to a duel and you, you know pistols at dawn yeah no, that's yeah. not that's yeah, it's, not it's that's not there. western pistols at dawn that's yeah, more that's, like that's that's all victorian yeah french yeah, yeah. but no you'd have yeah. the uh yeah. you'd have the duel in the you know in the town square and i remember because it always your, your your right stick or whatever would start to face down to start with and then you'd have a time to you have to you know pull it up real quick and aim at the guy's head or the chest and then fire the gun before he aimed at you to kill him yeah right so I used to okay. just get lost I in I never that got for hours. I'd travel time, time to like town to town and just have the jewels. That was like a side quest thing you could do. Side note: the history of dueling is bloody fascinating. Yeah, we should it's, delve deeper into it's this. It's awesome. Like it goes through like fencing and how fencing evolved to suit dueling, and how you could just get a mate and put him in the duel instead. You'd have a second. You just have a proxy. That was like yeah. I think that's my favorite fun fact is that like we could be at a, a bar. And I could start a fight with somebody and challenge him to a duel, and he accepts. And then I'll be like, "Oh, Brendan, you got this one, mate." Oh. And then you sounds die, right? Mm. Yeah, sounds uh, it's pretty spot on. It, it reminds me of stuff like uh, in Greek theatre back in the day, mm. where if your character died, you had to die for real. What? That's true. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? In Greek theatre, <laughs> really? If That's your like character <laughs> and listen. Thelonious, no! Yeah, and you would have to, it was considered <laughs> the ultimate honour. And then the thing is, is they would put your body on this, on this big retractable thing that would come out from under the stage, and it was called Deus Ex Machina, God of the Machines, so that when uh, on stage they had simulated a battle, they would push out this thing with all the bodies on it to... Just like that whole lest we forget. Tell everyone situation. that there was a battle. That's legit, man. Wow, history is you come out very with weird. Some random factoid. I got nuggets a few nuggets in there. I like yeah. I got a few I like nuggets it. in there. A few nuggets, a few dongs. <laughs> I'm very impressed by that. You know, little Greek sort of. Yeah. Well, I studied theatre, so and there you go. It's terrifying to me. To think <laughs> yeah, I would like definitely not be an actor. To a slaughter. <laughs> oh, mate, I used to tread tread the boards often. So, oh, mate. <laughs> You thespian, you young thespian. <laughs> Tread the boards often. <laughs> oh my god! I was Stanley in Death of a Salesman. I was inside the actor's studio. Yeah, Kirby. yeah. I need to wear a black skivvy and round glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about growing up with a single parent, oh. even though your parents are still married. Oh. I used to perform for the local church. <laughs> Did coke with Johnny Depp. <laughs> You were responsible for smuggling in his dogs, weren't you? Oh, yeah, me and him. How seething was he in that uh, apology? Did you see that? Yeah, it was so... He he hated every second of that. It was so smug, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, at her, it was like, I'm so sorry I did that. Well, their lawyers put that forward to the courts to say that they'll do it to sort of lessen the fine that they get or lessen whatever... Yeah, because they only copped a thousand thousand bucks. But yeah. that's only like on good behavior. So if they do nothing for 12 months, they don't have to pay anything. Yeah, but that's like their idea. Their legal team put that yeah. forward. So I don't know. I'd be looking for new lawyers. If I'd I, hate to do that. That's but if I was, if I was the, the Gold Coast um, you know, magistrate, I would have tried to throw the book at him to make a name for myself. Like 
I'd be, you know, yeah. you'd be the barrister that took down Johnny what's Depp the, and Emma What's Heard. the problem what are you here? Taking is, them down though. You're not why, really taking oh, them down. Why like, are we so concerned in the first place? They're going to bring some sort of bull weevil in that will devastate. No, it's quarantine. Yeah, they didn't declare the dogs. So the dogs could have had whatever bull weevil and you know. Or they could have had rabies. Same as, you know, Queensland, in America. Queensland's already oh, yeah. got the cane toad. They don't need another bloody pest. I love how we're so concerned about the farmland and stuff and all the vegetables, but we don't buy vegetables from Australian farmers. Ooh, they're yeah, worried man. about the export. That's what they're worried about. It's getting deep. Yeah. Mate, there's a bigger we, we story there. I don't, I don't back know. The Farm Simulator 2016. It's the biggest story. We buy all of our bananas from Thailand and they sit in storage for six months. I know that for a fact. That's are you, right. Are you the guy? You, the, you signed a check on this stuff. Yeah. For the, the Thai banana farmers. Mate, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the crazy guy who lives in a caravan who knows the real story. You wear tinfoil hats when you go to bed so people can't steal your I have thoughts. a hypersensitivity to electricity. Mm. That's topical. Better call Saul. Yeah. Season finale was great. Oh, oh really? Is it all over? I haven't yeah. watched the last, yeah. I think, four episodes. Look, it's a, it's a slow burn show. It's a really Oh, I like it. I just haven't gotten around to watching it. It's, it's hard to... It's lethargic almost. I think my Stan subscription ran out. Oh, Stan hey. just got... Uh, now they've only got 10 subscribers. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but they just got uh, workaholics. So, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm a bit past that one as well. Yeah, it's a little... It's a lacking a little bit. Yeah, there's, an, there's only so many... Bed-based costume jokes that I can handle. Yeah, <sighs> harsh. <laughs> Guys, yes, yeah, Sam, tell me. World of Warcraft Legion confirmed as August thirty, and I don't think anyone at the table really cares. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> I nope. I gave my very best to World of Warcraft and was very disheartened. I think you gave. I want to be generous and say three hours to World of Warcraft. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like three months of persistence, but then it was the shit persistence because was us trying the, to get you to do it. No, but the, the people that we were playing with are just like, oh, I started playing World of Warcraft. Next day, oh, I bought a character. It's like level sixty million. What are you doing, Reese? Well, I'm still killing spiders. Okay, so I'm level two, and it's like kill ten gnome, spiders. You made a gnome warlock, and you made it as seedy as possible. Kill fifteen spiders. <laughs> Where's the bloody story? I don't know. So it comes out at August 30. The thing that You stopped playing me, WoW a while ago. Yeah, yeah, Are you yeah. going to pick we, this up we again? Or? No, like yeah. uh, we tried with the last expansion. We tried um, for a, 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 a good hot minute. And, it, you know, because they give you the boost. So in that one, they gave you the boost to level 90, mm. um, which means you only have to do the 10 levels yeah, of questing that come with the, the additional content from the expansion. Yeah. You don't have to do all the, the muck around. Um, this one will do the same. It takes you to 100 now, and you just go from 100 to 110. Mm. But we could, we just, I don't know. I, I couldn't care. It was never there. I didn't really couldn't care, care for the bloody base thing that they had going on now. Yeah. And, you know, it's mm. just, it's too late, and the game's been played. I've played it. I know? think the world's been overtaken by MOBAs. I think, I well, think gaming, yeah, people's tastes yeah. are changing or have changed probably yeah. in the last five years. Yeah. The thing that frustrates me is that I played Warcraft 3 very religiously, like, when I was young and the demon hunter was like the fucking awesome class. Like it was the coolest thing running around as like Illidan, right? Mm. It takes these guys bloody six expansions or however long it's been to bring the class in. Like mm. I want to go in and I want to play as a demon hunter, but I just don't want all the crap that goes along with playing World of Warcraft. I think they were probably saving that class for when they needed to bring people back. Well, that's the oh. thing. Like the, the, the subscription base has dropped from 12 million to like 5 million now. If, if, so like they're really still making a lot of money. Like a it, lot of money. They'll, they'll, they'll pull out a lot of people, you know, for, for this expansion. And that's the way it works with these Yeah, they'll get now. three months out of people, then they'll just drop yeah, off. And that's it. They cancel their subscriptions. They just come up with another expansion, you know. it's They want to get another, I think, 10... Or 20 years out of this, probably. 
Probably 20 yeah. is an exaggeration. They're a bit clever 10, with some of their, their cross-platform or cross-promotion through their brand. So, like, I know if oh, you yeah. pre-ordered Overwatch at, at some, you know, high-end edition, prestige edition, whatever, you'd get, like, a, a special pet for WoW. You'd get a, a you'd special get a, character for Heroes of the Storm. Back you'd get a card back for Hearthstone. Yeah. They're clever in that regard, but... Yeah, I think they're just sort of losing touch a little bit. With, uh, with wow. Wait till oh. VR comes out and you've I, got first person VR. Wow, that's going to be I, huge. I think Blizzard as a whole. Oh, Blizzard is as a whole, very still, much on point. Still great, but um, like on the World wow on the wow front, yeah, yeah it's it's getting left behind. I think they know. I mean, they're they're jumping the shark. That's why right they're now. they're yeah varying to all these other titles and shifting focus to yeah. Overwatch and and Heroes and um, mm. Diablo and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Reese. What do you got to tell us? Mafia 3. Looks like it's going to be set in the Big Easy. In NOLA. Yep, that's, New Orleans. New Orleans. For I'm you not, listeners I'm, out there. Yeah, I'm not down with the, the, the lingo, guys. NOLA. Yeah. NOLA. New, Is New that what Orleans. Call it? Yeah. It's, it's like, a, like a, a local... Because they sort of said New Orleans. NOLA. Right. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, okay. Just hanging like out that. in New Orleans. Nice. Um, so, you know, I think it's going to be what this particular franchise needs to get it going. Did you guys ever play Mafia 2? No, yeah. I never played it. Uh, I played Mafia 2 and I found it really boring. Really? Because, and this is my fault. This is not the game's fault. Okay. Because at the time... I <laughs> Who's was, at fault, really? <laughs> I, was, I was playing Saints Row and I think Grand Theft Auto... Oh, I see. Um, 4 was out at the time and I was, you know, playing that. And I was just used to a fast-paced... Uh, you know, high intensity sort of gameplay for this type of thing. Yeah. Mafia is not that. Mafia is far different. It is, it is, it is extremely, uh, you need to be extremely patient to play this game because you want to play it as if you're in a movie. You want to play it as if you're in Goodfellas or if you're you want to immerse yourself in whatever yeah, the story is. Yeah. And, and you really want to sort of uh, follow the traffic laws and, you want to walk on the sidewalk properly, and you want really? all that kind of stuff. It, it or else the game you. penalizes you. Yeah, okay. if you if you make a left hand turn at the at the red light, you get pulled over. Mm. Like that's how just you know, like in real life. Mm. So yeah, you've got to be disciplined to play it. I think I'm finally ready to make the jump. It's yeah, in nice. a period that I'm actually pretty attracted to. I think it's 1963. It's, it's in the 60s. or 68 yeah. or something. The, the funny mm. thing is, though, apparently I've, I've listened to a few little sort of potties that did a bit of focus on this and apparently it might be a little bit more arcadey this one yeah the, the term arcadey has been thrown around yeah um which you know i sort of wonder are they going to are they going to sort of make that jump across to into the realm of the saints row um sleeping dog sort of style yeah mm. yeah although i've heard that the the environment is extremely immersive uh, in terms of you know you could be having a, a shootout on the street or in the alleyway but it's it's just as interesting because with like games like Saints Row, you can go down an alleyway and there's not much going on down there. But if you if you do it in Mafia Three, there's always like something happening. Um, so there's a real sense of realism there. I, I um, think the thing that's got yeah. me most excited about Mafia Three is they're going to have a, a nemesis system similar to what you saw in Shadows, Shadows of Mordor. Yeah. They've they've taken that. Which I, I that was that was the best part about that. Of Shadows of Mordor, in my opinion, where you know you you, you kill the underling, or, or you strategically kill this guy to then move another guy that you already control into that space. So yeah. obviously, it's not going to be that sort of supernatural element that's in Shadows of Mordor, but it'd be cool to you know I guess have a 
have a rat, I guess, under your control that works his way up yeah, through, the, through the mafia underworld to become a, a boss and he's feeding or, you information or, and things hey, like that. Or, hey, maybe, maybe even a cop. Maybe a dirty cop, yeah. Hey. Yeah, so I'm, I'm keen for that because I thought that was brilliantly done in Shadows of Mordor. I haven't played a, haven't played a gangster game in a while. I, you know, sounds crazy, but never touched GTA V. Um, I think the last one I properly played was probably GTA. I want to say four, probably four. St- Stories of Liberty City or whatever oh, that's called. Oh, jeez, that was ages ago. Yeah, um, Mafia Three have also got the sweet spot in terms of budget. They they sort of it's done by two K. Yep, and they don't really have to worry too much. About what they do, yeah. This I, I think they've got a bit of they, freedom. They've got here. heaps of they've freedom. They've got a blank canvas, um, and they're saying, "So here's look, a bag of money, make a good game." I, I think, I think for me, it's going to be a an, an EB Games purchase, so I can get yep. that seven day return. <laughs> <laughs> Always on that hustle. Well, I mean, that's because <laughs> you, you like, could probably go to Kmart and, and talk to your mate there and get you a deal. Go see Brianna. Yeah. <laughs> so, she said this was going to cost thirty five dollars. <laughs> And I'm not leaving. Did you, Brianna? (laughs) I'm new. I don't know. How old was Brianna? Was she like 25 or was she like 14 and first No, 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 no. She wasn't that young. Did she she even work there? Maybe she was in there trying to buy some towels. (laughs) It's a con. It's all a con. The long con. Um, Mafia 3, getting back on top. That's your plan. Yeah. Look. (laughs) a Kmart employee. (laughs) (laughs) Driving driving controls are going to be better, um, you know, with Saints Row and Grand Theft Auto. You're always at risk of like just running into pedestrians and killing people all the time, which is kind of frustrating because sometimes you just want to drive and not have to worry about the cops and stuff. But yeah. you take a corner too wide and you kill like 19 people. So it's like crap. But in Mafia, I think you'll find um, it'll be that sweet spot between uh, really rigid controls for driving and yeah. a little bit loose. Well, that's the thing. The cars will be a lot heavier in those days yeah. too. So if they mm. stick to, you know, the time period. Yeah, 1968 it is for yeah. sure. So, yeah, look, I think it's worth, yeah, an EB purchase. Give it give it the seven-day guarantee. <laughs> and if it's no good, return that sucker. <laughs> that's beautiful, Reese. That's beautiful. It's your uh, attitude towards gaming in general, I think. Yeah. Is, uh... No, my attitude towards gaming is buy a game, try to finish it within the seven days and then return it. Yep. <laughs> that's brilliant though you know I'm such a like frugal way of yeah. being a gamer but yeah. you know you, you stick to that code like you own that code and that's something to be commended you know, I've done it I, I in the past I did it with uh, Watch Dogs I did that's it with you Sleeping Dogs and Watch Dogs I bought any, it, just any dog related game any dog related game big dogs Seven small days. dogs <laughs> hundred dogs <laughs> you gotta do this to your children you gotta like let them play a game for seven days only, and then just take it away from them. Well, first of no, all, it's gonna, be, get... it's gonna be it's gonna be my game. Yeah, and they're they, gonna be allowed. The, kid, the, kid, the kids <laughs> only get three days. Sorry. Reese gets four. The kids get three. <laughs> they, better, they better be careful. If they don't touch, if I touch yeah. dad's games, oh mate, they won't want to touch my games though. They'll have their own virtual reality, you know, bloody Habbo Hotel VR world thing going on by then for sure. Yeah. And I'll just be like, get, where's the controller? Dad, get out of my virtual room. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go speak to your virtual mum about this. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Move over, kitty cat. Pleasure bot 12,000. <laughs> oh. So in sad, sad news, the Xbox 360 has officially ceased production. So long and farewell. We've had some good memories, I think, you know, collectively between the three of us. Playing Xbox 360. Castle crashes. Good innings. So many many good castle crashing moments. Yeah. Good innings. 
but yeah, uh, so I don't think that needs to be produced anymore. No, so no more no consoles. Um, they are still supporting various product. You can still buy all the games via the live store. Um, Xbox Live is still going to support the 360 console, so it hasn't become a brick and you've got to throw it away. It's just, you know, if you're looking to buy a new 360 in the future, there's a chance you're not going to be able to find one. Hold on to them. I reckon oh hold God, on to there's them. There's so many online, yeah. though. I had They're two. like 100 bucks I stupidly, I traded mine in when I got the bone, so... Yeah. Mm. I've still got mine. Mine's been going for 10 years, and it hasn't missed a beat. It actually, you know what? It red ringed or not. It didn't red ring. I had some sort of issue with it once mm. and I sent it to Xbox. I had such a better experience than you, Brendan. I, I sent yeah. my Xbox uh, to Melbourne Troy. and they took two days to uh, to fix it. They sent it back and they put a copy of Saints Row 2 in there for me. Hey, just left it in the disc tray. Did you play it for seven days and then send it back to Xbox? <laughs> no, it was free. I kept it. That spawned my love of Saints Row because it was free. So, I, um, yeah, yeah I, nice. I got hit with Red Ring on the first one and yeah. on the second one, it, well, it just sounds like a bloody buzzsaw um, <laughs> and, and just, you know, as clunky as anything. So I can't play I it I had anymore. it flashed, you know, twice to get, yep, get yep. the, you know, burnt games. That was such a mission. Trying oh, yeah, it wasn't to, easy. Trying to get those burnt games. It was like you had to know someone yeah. who, who could burn them for you. I used you to be able to, to mod PS1s yeah. though. Oh, yeah. I could get them out and I'd have the little soldering kit out and I'd, I'd put the mod chip in them. I remember I bought this thing from Thrifty. Quantronics in Parramatta called the Slide Tool. Yeah, I used to to be around the corner from my place. And this thing is. PlayStation 2? Yeah. I remember that. It was such a weird thing because you would like shove this little piece of plastic into your disc tray and physically move the arm inside it. And you'd just be like, I'm just going to break it. It's going to break. And then you'd have to like pull the disc tray out and then put the disc in. And that's how I played Fire Warrior. Dude, that's how I played Tekken 5. Yeah. Before it got. uh, It was like 15 minutes to get a game started. But hey, mate, back in that day, that's that's still longer than some lobby wait uh, times you get these days, though. You feel so glorious too, you know. You just oh yeah, when it worked, you're like, holy shit, this actually works. I could be a professional <laughs> hacker. Yeah, <laughs> ripping the face off of the bloody disc tray to slide something <laughs> in. Yeah, so stupid. <laughs> one, one last little factoid on the 360: seventy-eight billion hours were played on that that console, you know, across the globe. Seventy-eight billion. I wonder what the most played game was. Halo. Mm. I'm going to say a Gears of War title. Nah, Halo for sure. I reckon Super Meat Boy. No, it's definitely not Super Meat <laughs> I love that game. Yeah, that's a bloody good game. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go one of the Gears games. Guys, if you know, let us know. Mm. Anyone with insider information on Microsoft or Google? Just, just not Troy, because I'm not going to trust a word you say. Oh, mate. that guy. That guy is such an asshole. Yeah, he's such an asshole. Who's an asshole? Troy. From oh. Microsoft? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard about this guy. I think we should recap. No? Hunt him down. No. I reckon Troy's cousins with that guy that you met at Kmart that was giving you issues about the projector. Well, the guy that was arguing the validity. 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 It's such a yeah. hard word to say. Yeah. Almost as bad as bedismal. Bedismal. <laughs> I <laughs> love that week. Word. That word in that context, God. sensation. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, yeah. yeah. Definitely uh, planets aligned on that Yeah, one. you were what? on your high horse about intelligence, weren't you? Or lack thereof. At 20 episodes, I'm going to do a super cut of Reese quotes. And I can't <laughs> wait. Don't don't tempt me, man. i got a few in the barrel here. Yeah. <laughs> with your name on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Else your sure name is been... on Sam is the next bit of news. The next bit of news? Yes, yeah, it, it is actually, isn't it? Back to Blizzard. 
Back to Blizzard. Yeah, I'm the Blizzard guru for us, I think. Well, you are the Blizzard guy for us, really. Hearthstone, I'm definitely the Hearthstone guy, I think, because I still play that game. I was playing it all week. I didn't say that earlier, do but you still, I've been smashing it all week. Do you still sink money into it? Because I'm thinking about getting back into Man, it. Man, I will be soon. And the reason I will be is because of the new new expansion packs coming out. Okay. Uh, Whispers of the Old Gods. It starts, I think, at the end of May. I think it's the end of May. If I've got that right. Yeah. So in the lead up to that, they're obviously splitting the format so that you can't just use any card anymore. You can only use cards, I think, released in the last year or so. Um, and what they've had to do is go back and look at their base set, which is the set of cards that everyone gets when they start playing, and they have to basically update it so that it works for the current meta or what they're trying to do with the new expansion. Now, the way it plays at the moment, it's really fast, really aggressive. You play low-cost minions, you go straight for the face, and they want to slow that down. So to do that, they've basically nerfed 12 cards. Yeah, um, my poor, poor knife juggler got a nerf. Your knife juggler got I a nerf, does one, one attack less. He's still, hold on, he's still hold useful, on. but oh, he still, just does one damage down. less. What is a nerf? A nerf is uh, making something like a... Less like a, good. Yeah. Le- like, less overpowered. So, exactly. Ah, so okay. Usually, you know, in a lot of online games, they'll nerf a character or a move because it's, say, too overpowered for yeah, the right. cost to do said move. You'll, you'll either buff or you'll nerf. You'll make something yeah. better or you'll make something less um, effective, basically, yes, in a game yeah. or less exploitable. And a lot of these cards uh, that they are nerfing are either... You know, they're not overpowered. No. It's just that what they're doing with this new expansion is they're really dropping a lot of big, high-cost creatures in there, and they're centering the game around those creatures. Um, So if you've got, like, a 10-drop, and your whole deck's built around a 10-drop, then it doesn't really make a lot of sense to have a 3-drop card kill that thing as soon as it comes out on the field, which is the big game hunter. And everyone thought that that was definitely getting nerfed, and it did. It now costs 5 mana. So a lot of of cards like that at the moment are just being nerfed. I like that, because... I feel like that every sort of game like this that comes out, people figure out a way to fast track, you know, like it's, it's got that Zerg rushing principle to it, you know? Yeah. Well, Where it's just, if there's a way they can stop that shit from happening and get people to play the game properly instead of like, I'm going to be the fastest, best, oh my God, I don't even care well, about the I, game, I'm just going to kill you. I don't know around. the properly, like, it is still properly, but it's just that the cards that you currently have access to, um, in the current format, it just leans towards more aggressive decks than control decks, which are typically a lot slower. They are the best decks. It's just that they're the most popular decks and the most common deck that you or type of deck that you probably come up against. Mm. Uh, so again, it's it's a pretty cool nerf, um, or this this series of nerfs are pretty pretty interesting. Mm. It's hard to say exactly how it'll impact the game aside from slowing it down because we're not sure of the other cards coming out in the next expansion, but. Yeah, it's pretty pretty exciting stuff. And if you're going to do it, Reese, I reckon jump in on this one. You'd like it. And you don't have to sink as much money either because you don't have to buy as many bloody sets of cards. Well, that's the thing. Like, I want to play, uh, play games like this and I want to enjoy them and be addicted to them because, you know, I, just, I love, love playing video games. It's great. Yeah. But I just hate that feeling where it's like, oh, you want to enjoy yourself? Well... We're going to need some more money from you, mate. No, I think, you look, to be honest, I was thinking about this the other day. They're, they're, making, it money, more, they're making it more accessible. Yeah. Look, it's definitely more accessible now than it probably has been in the last couple of years, particularly because you'd have to drop money for every single expansion pack oh, that's yeah. come out. Yeah. Um, I think you could safely get away, Reese, with 50 to $100, and you'd actually get your money's worth. You really would. And you'd come back and play it in a year and get as much involvement and enjoyment out of it as you would at the time. Hmm. I, I'm not unhappy at spending probably three or four hundred dollars on the game so far, and another fifty hundred for this. Okay. I think I've got my money. And that's the thing, like the way you know 
microtransactions just work is yeah because it is small increments you don't think about it at the time but yeah. then you, you step back from it all and then go oh I burn a few hundred bucks but then it's at the same time it's like you know what but the experience I like I obtained mm. from burning said cash over the last 12 months 18 months 6 months whatever yeah you know it, it softens the blow but it's got and it's more than that as well I mean like the way Blizzard serviced the game is fantastic but the community around it's mm. so big and it's so strong and it's a really friendly one as well so you it's, know, it's you, pretty well become the the predominant or the dominant like name in the Blizzard. I think know, Arsenal now. Look, I think outside of uh, League of Legends and Dota Two, it's probably the next yeah. biggest esport. It's crazy. Know, Funny story about Dota Two. Uh, we're at work and you know, sort of work in a in a team based environment yep. at the office. And me and my friend are chatting away, and she said, "Oh, my my boyfriend plays this game called uh, Dota, and I don't know what it is." And this woman in our team, who's maybe you know late thirties, yeah, um, just piped up and she's like, "Oh, what class does he roll?" <laughs> like, what? Turns out she's she like plays Dota two with her kids. Oh right, it's so cute. I was like, "That's the coolest thing I've heard all week." Bring families <laughs> she, together. She was telling hey. me about all, how they have strategies and how they play with her nan and stuff, and it's like, Jesus, this is awesome. Man, that's, go, that's great. Go back to like episode three or four when we rolled out that stat who the biggest demographic is mm. in gaming it's it's women between 25 and, and 40, 40 or something yeah. plants that's vs. the zombies. biggest demographic mm. which is so awesome plants vs. zombies i'm telling you yeah that thing is like a, a juggernaut yeah yeah kerbo mmos i think is where they really get into it as well mm. yeah. ah yeah like wow and shit like yeah that. Second Life, remember that game? Oh, that was the thing. Whoa! I never Did got you ever into play that. No. I never got into it. No. You see that interviews and docos of bad. people who get into it, and they are really involved. Bad. Yeah, yeah. They center their whole lives around it. Yeah, yeah. Eve's like that. Eve Online's a lot like. Oh. That. Eve's got a cult. Well, to it too, actually, it? touching on Eve, there was last year there was a, one of the biggest battles on Eve Online that happened, yeah. uh, but they just had another one as well. Oh, really? Yeah, like literally, like two months ago. It costs people money when those things happen. Eve like on- they lose money. Eve Online. For people that don't know, from what I understand about it, which is not much, um, is basically a, an intergalactic space station sandbox sandbox yeah. type game. Yeah, where you're part of a ship crew mm-hmm. and you're doing stuff on it. I don't really know what it is, but it's. I tried getting into it. Uh, it's bigger, than the, it's bigger a, than the game world because, yeah. as you said, people have got money and stocks and. Shares and crap and shit in it. So it's, it's like something about the pilot licenses, something around your ability to purchase it with in-game currency or money. Yeah, creates a, a, an in-game economy. I don't know how it works, but yeah. but unlike World of Warcraft, where you know people tried doing that and mm. Blizzard basically said no. Um, whoever develops Eve, I, I don't know who. They're CCP. happy to let this thing run. They're happy to let that run. Mm. You know, mm. so it, people. I don't know how it works, but yeah, there's definitely an investment of money and time in there that, yeah. you know, results there's, in real there's cash. Like, there's, it's in the thousands. I can't remember if it's like 7,000 or 9,000, but no. there's like in the thousands of solar systems that you can explore and mine and farm. And, and I'm pretty sure it's all just like text-based. It's not even like you know, no, dude walking around or something. No, I think you never see your pilot, but you yeah. see your ships. Um, yeah, you see the ships. I, I tried getting into it. It was just too dense. I, I just couldn't get into it. But... um. Uh, like there's I heard a stat that you can't upgrade you couldn't get all of the upgrades in your lifetime there's just too many of them and they take too long to get I'm going to throw it out there if anyone um, if anyone plays EVE online they want to tell us a little bit more about it uh, you know hit us up on Twitter absolutely uh, we are 8-bit 
Yeah. And Where, uh, what about you? Fried Fried Reese. Fried Reese. What are you, uh, Brendan Eight Bit? I am Brendan Eight Bit. On the Twitter machine and Eight <laughs> Bit Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and Eight Bit Sam. That's there right. There you go. Yeah. Us up. Let us know what like. Should we, we collectively try and get into this? I nah. think you, I think you'd nah. enjoy it, Reese. I mean, you don't have to. It. You don't have to get into it. I'm, I'm not just getting my PC Like yet. just let's try it for two hours. There was we'll a guy go to, used we'll to go to the net cap. We'll go to City Heroes. We'll just give it a crack. And he used to spend all his money on it. Oh fuck that! Speaking of spending money and science fiction, Blade Runner. Two. Oh jeez. Yeah, I feel a little bit funny about this. Oh, of course you do. I I love the first Blade Runner. Like it is one of the most favored movies I've ever seen. Like really, I didn't like it. <laughs> that I, surprises me. I know, right? Uh, no, because I should like it. Because I think in theme and tone, it's very similar to Ghost in the Shell, which you yeah, do like. It's heaps. It's up there, and I should love yeah. it. Like yeah. it's like one of those things where, like Breaking Bad, I didn't really care for it. Yeah, it's one of those Ooh. things that I should love because See? it's got all the perfect elements of all the things I love. And don't get me wrong, I've sunk time into it. Mm. I've watched Blade Runner three times and I didn't mm. like it. I've watched four seasons of Breaking Bad and I still didn't like it. Yeah. So I'm like, ah. I love it. It's, I, I do too. It's, I, I, had, uh, I had to study it at English in year eleven or twelve, one of the two. Yeah. So I watched. This, it is. I've watched this thing it? like thirty times. Yeah, it's in the yeah. syllabus, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's a sci-fi noir, you know. It's a cult classic. It Everyone loves it. Rutger Hauer, is Harrison, Harrison Ford, Ford doing it. So Harrison Ford's going to be in the in Blade Ridley Runner Two. Yeah, but from I what I can understand, my story, but you're telling it. <laughs> it's our stories. We share. Well, the you stories. don't care for it, Reese. <laughs> well, it doesn't mean that I didn't uh, do my research on it. Oh, sorry, my <laughs> friend. <laughs> right, well, I won't say what, is Harrison Ford's in it. I'll say Harrison that. Ford's in it, but also uh, our friend Ryan Gosling. Gozo? is also going to be uh. in it. Yeah, he's a good fit. I think he's a good fit. Robin Wright and Dave Bautista. Robin Wright. Dave Bautista's in it. Yes. I, Bautista I, um, from The Wrestling. Yeah, you go. I I have a, a sneaky crush on Robin Wright. I, I do after watching House she's, of Cards. She's my Jenny as she well. She has got some fire in that show. And in yeah. the fourth season when she just starts going rogue and badass and, you know, yeah. uber heroin just fighting for the top. Mm. If, if, you, if you care a lot about this sort of stuff, uh, they're planning to chuck it, chuck it out there in the middle of Oscar season. There's also going to be a major Marvel movie at that time. Yeah, they're yeah. also talking about Deadpool sequel is at that, the same yeah. time. So, is that Avengers October. two that's coming out around then, or yeah. is it Galaxy? Well, we had two. Avengers two, but sorry, Avengers it, three. It's not announced. Infinity just, Wars. There, there's a Marvel title based that's apparently going to hit cinemas in October. When is Infinity Wars? And Brendan. <sighs> I'll have to look. You know, okay. I can't say with could confidence. It, could it be um, that big apocalypse war? Or did we already have that? No, that's X- coming. X-Men Apocalypse comes that's out coming soon. in um, May. Yeah. Did it's you weird. ever have the comic of that with yeah, the yeah. big sort of bifold? Yeah. I remember that. It was yeah. incredible. I don't they, think it's going to be the same. They've though. already got the Marvel you know, schedule lined out Yeah, but, they're, but they've changed. They're moving, they're moving ones around and then uh, they've got placeholders for unyet announced I just say, I am, I am so over Marvel. I'm done with superhero films. I could give a yeah. shit about Captain America. It looks cool, sure, no, but it's like never liked Captain America. Deadpool is the only one. But I Civil think. War, well, this, this Civil, Civil War, Civil War like, sets it up. I for liked Avengers great, because great uh, what's his face from Buffy care. was directing it. Josh Whedon. Yeah, I just don't care. But uh, he made it funny and made it interesting because you know my wife loves them. She just loves all the Marvel movies, so I have to go watch it. Josh Whedon. 
the, the Avengers one was funny and I liked it and it was in- entertaining. You know why? Why? Because the, the studios gave him more creative control of Avengers 1 than they did 2. Yeah, they locked they him down on the They really nailed that prick on 2. And, and now that's he, why it's now less he's disgruntled a, and hating life. Yeah, he, mm. you know, he's over it. Is, is he signed on to do the... No, I didn't no. think so. And I don't think he would come back. No. No, yeah, maybe no, uh, JJ. I've, I've, I've read a lot of interviews and, nah, and, and you just, he just, they said he pretty much ran him into the yeah. ground. He's you, you look lost at his all body passion work. for it almost. You know, you look at Buffy, you look at uh, Firefly, he's, he's an altruistic kind of guy. Mm. Well, the, okay, so with getting back to uh, Blade Runner, Dennis uh, Villeneuve from mm. the, the yes, director from Sicario. Oh, yeah. That was a good film. I never yeah. saw it. That was yes. one of the best films That's I watched last the, year. It's like the Directing? border thing between yeah, Mexico the, it's and... It's like the, the, the cartel versus, yeah. you know, the FBI, CIA. I can't remember which arm of American enforcement it was. That's pretty much it huh. in terms of... So we, we know it's coming out. We know who's in it. We know o- when it's going to get released. October but... 2017. But Harrison Ford is going to be a clone of himself. Like he was obviously Decker in the first... Blade Runner, but they're somehow going to clone him or make him. Is it going to be like Arnie in that? Make him like a replicant. Uh, Arnie is like the Terminator showing up, like That's a young bad. Arnie in um, the. Nah, like it's it's the a Christian sequel. Bale Terminator it's, it's, film. It's a sequel, so it's set after the events of Blade Runner One. Yeah, but I'm I'm assuming they're going to try and bullshit that they grabbed a bit of deck of DNA and they've cloned him or whatever. How do you reckon uh, Harrison Ford feels about all of the movies that he's ever done just being he's old enough that he's in the remakes of them? <laughs> he I, I, he uh, genuinely doesn't care and it pisses me off so much. He's like... He, he, I don't think he really cares for Star no, Wars he at doesn't. all. he doesn't. Um, and that was what pissed me off. I, 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 think, I love that though. I, I read, it, I read I an interview, that, I think it was with GQ magazine or, or, or some magazine and they... It was just before Star Wars came out and or just after Star Wars came out and they were and like the whoever was interviewing them, they were like, Oh, I bet you'd be really excited to play such a, you know, globally renowned character as, as Han Solo and he's just like, Not really, it's just another paycheck to me. Yeah. I, I wished he died. Like he was pushing hard for Han Solo to die. That was totally in his Empire contract. Strikes Back. It was he totally won- in his contract yeah, for, for him to die. For yeah, him to die yeah. in, in the um, Force Awakens. Yeah. And and then they sort of tried to lead into oh, what about how you Indiana Jones and he's like as I said, it's just it's money. It's just the thing, yeah. It's just a role, I don't oh, care. But, but you say something like, oh, what about Six Days and Seven Nights? Oh, well, that's a film that I just love. <laughs> and tell, H- me, <laughs> tell me more about Air Force One or Witness. Yeah. Yeah. Off the my Fugitive. Plane. I want to see the new Air Force One with like Wesley Snipes as Barack Obama. Oh, wow. Get the hell off my plane, motherfucker. And pay my taxes because I don't. Uh... <laughs> what? <laughs> Wesley Snipes was Wesley in jail for tax evasion. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you said Barack Obama. I was like, what? No, no, that no. Makes no sense. He would be like, he doesn't pay taxes. He would be like, well, uh, I'm gonna have to ask you to go ahead and get off my plane. He's the coolest guy. At this dinner I was at the other night, I was talking to a complete Barack stranger. Barack was there, was he? I was talking to a complete stranger <laughs> about Barack Obama <laughs> on Marin for like an hour. Yeah, I I heard He's that. He's the funniest guy. I heard that Marin uh, mm. podcast. Yeah, I was uh, expecting a little more. From it because you built it up a lot. I was no, I was quite surprised at how honest Brock is. We're we're really deviating here, but yeah, no, that's an awesome podcast. Air Force One, Obama, Obama, make that happen. None of this Blade Runner two business. See, in Blade Runner one, there was one of the best lines ever written in film, and it was just completely ad hoc by Rutger Howe. You know when he's dying at the end of the movie, and then it's like you know all these memories be lost in time, like tears in the rain. That mm. was completely off the cuff. That oh, wasn't yeah? scripted. That was a bit it's of one of the most beautiful lines. There's a bit of improv in cinema. 
Yeah. So there's a little nugget. Talk, for talk us. about nuggets, mate. You got a few nuggets in there. You got a six pack in there. I, I think between us, we've got a solid 20 Sorry, pack I'm of hungry. nuggets here. I'm hungry. I'm, I could Sweet eat and two. sour sauce. I, yeah, I'm surprised you don't like the film. Yeah. I love it. It deals with the same concepts as Ghost in the Shell. And you, you froth that. I or know. is it the art design? And the, uh, I think. I Honestly, I don't know. I can't no. put my finger on it. Maybe hey, it's a combination of aesthetic or whatever. Speaking but. of Ghost in the Shell, a few images leaked this and week of uh, yeah, Scarlett Johansson. She looked great. Yeah, as she always does. Uh, she looks, you know, she looks gorgeous. She looks but gorgeous, but I'm just like she looked gorgeous in a bloody baby. sack, Hessian sack, mm. you know, mm. <laughs> Hessian sack. Um, Is that it, Hessian? Yeah, Hessian. Hessian. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, Remember when people use that as an insult? Be like, oh mate, you're a Hessian. No. What does that even mean? That that didn't trickle its way down to Kuma. Yeah, that, was, that, was a, uh, that was a bar and bait. That, that's that's probably like a compliment down in Kuma. <laughs> you bloody Hessians. Like, oh, yeah, and you look like a Merino. And it's like, yeah, thanks, mate. Let's <laughs> get a beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Country life, yo. Oh, good on you, mate. No ghost in the shell movie for me. So PlayStation 4.5 is pretty well all but confirmed. Going under the alias of Neo at the moment, which is funny because they've Morpheus. also had Project Morpheus, yeah. so they're just clearly Matrix fanboys. Trinity. They're cool names. Trinity, Morpheus, Neo. Yeah. I'm guessing Tank? the next thing's going to be Smith or Tank or mouse? Oracle. <laughs> oh, Mouse. Poor old Mouse. The little one behind you is Mouse. Yeah, so, so they've, <laughs> they've, they've brought out um, the, like the rumoured stats of this neo has been announced obviously price point still to be tba but they've juiced up the cpu to 2.1 gigahertz as opposed to 1.6 um they've got That's uh, a good jump. the gpu's been rammed up to 911 megahertz as opposed to 800 which is on the ps4 it, yeah so obviously they, they want to output the video at 4K. That's the, the main thing that I think everyone ran with initially. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's spitting at 1080p at the moment. So 4K is the way it's going to go. Yeah. It's, um, it, it, there's a lot of interesting debate at the moment as to whether or not this is a good thing for the industry as a whole to start pumping out these it's, consoles it's, as regularly as they're It's pissed off a to. lot of game devs because yeah. apparently Sony's come out and said, you need to make all future games compatible with this Neo or PS4. But what does it mean from like a sales perspective that as a gamer going forward for two consoles like Microsoft and mm. Sony, they're going to, you know, every two years we're upgrading like a phone. Yeah. You know, that's it the makes way they're going. Really... That's the model they're looking at. You know, Microsoft is looking at this modular based PC upgrade sort of structure that they want to roll out yeah. where you can upgrade the GPU and the CPU whenever you like. You just pop it out, pop a new one in. I would be okay with that because, you know, paying 50 or $60 like mm. once a year instead of seven to $800 every few yeah, years. Yeah, they'll always come over that price point. Because like, you know, my PS2 was a thousand bucks. It was worth nothing by the end of it. Like, but you got 10 years out of that, you know? You, you would have got, got a lot of time out of that, whereas you're spending now Good six point. or 700 to go two years. Good point. Yeah. And it's... You know, with a PC, you make that investment of a thousand to two thousand, and that lasts forever, forever. And you're already pumping out better than any console could. Mm. The deal with the console is for the casual gamer that you just buy that. You don't have to worry about changing, you know, and yeah. rearranging. You don't have to upgrade your, your graphics card yeah. or, or and, you know, that's, push for more RAM down the line. You got that. Anything you buy for that, that works. And that's something that developers, I think, prefer too. They know that they've got this set of criteria that the PS4 and the Xbox One can work work for, so they just build around that, where with mm. a PC, you know, it's completely hypothetical based off each customer. They could have yeah. 
you know, a real beefy graphics card, then the next guy has a peasant machine, then the next one, you know, so it's, you know, there, there's no consistency in the fan base on PC. Obviously, you know, it's still the master race because of the upscale power potential they've got in the unit, but it'd be a lot easier as a developmental studio to go, okay, this is what we have to work for. Let's just make games based on X criteria. Yeah. You know, I think um, we'll probably start to see game developing get a whole lot easier for people to do at home. I get the feeling that, uh, you know, oh. it'll just become one of those things where a lot of people can make their own YouTube videos at home. You know, that became just so easy. Well, I, I, think think game more, I think there's a bit more involved. I think, uh, I think it'll know, get the technology it, and... You look, people do. I mean, little indie developers are, are all over the world now yeah. and there's a lot of tools accessible to people to actually jump in and create games without any formal knowledge. I hate talking about this game because everyone talks about it. Stardew Valley, it's, I'm just so over hearing those two words together. But that was one person over, I think, the course of two years. I don't two know years. what it is. Yeah. One guy. It's pretty much a farming simulator on steroids. Yeah. Let's but not, with like and, emotional attachment. Oh, and God. that is all we're saying about it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not diving into death. this. Yeah. I'm not going to buy it wow. because I know I'm going to get consumed in, in corn crops. I don't. I will eventually play it. I just don't. Oh, no. I'm just sick of hearing about it. Um, but yeah, one man made that. Yeah, one person. And that was over the course of two years. And that's a very involved game. Um, so yeah. Uh, I think the DS on, on the point of... And you know, look, we can talk about Microsoft's, um, you know, like you said, going for a more modular approach. The DS is a good example of this currently in the marketplace already because you have the DS, you've got the DS XL, you've got the 3DS, you've got the 2DS. And, you know, they've slowly upgraded it I suppose or at least 3D was the big change for it but they still service all of the games across each of the, the yeah. different consoles Nintendo are like that they yeah. always want to sort of be like we want you to play be able to play every Nintendo title on every you know console that we release yeah which is which is a good approach and they're set up to do that yeah um, but you know Sony isn't mm. Microsoft sure shit isn't mm. Well, Microsoft are just leaning more and more on on the fact that they are Microsoft, so they operate on obviously Windows and and Xbox. So they're they're starting to lean across this pl- uh, mm. cross platform play between Windows Ten and Xbox One, and, mm. and, and yeah, that next step is going to be these modular based consoles. I think I don't have an issue with it. I like the idea. Do you think we'll see an Apple console? No, no. I think it's a hard market to jump into. Mate, I reckon if they, because like the way they've revolutionised phones, tablets, and PCs, if they came out with the same sort of logic on a console with that mm. ease of use, mm. I think they could smash it. I think I think the mobile game market, you know, they get a cut off anything that sells oh, yeah. through um, uh, the iStore. So yeah. you know, and that's a huge market, the the gaming market on on um, iOS. Yeah, I think they're happy. I think so. I like. I'd hope so. to think that they're happy. I'd like to think that some, you know, with all the money, with all their billions and trillions and whatever, all the people involved there, you know, and the technological achievements as well. They got suicide nets around the factories that make the iPhones. I think they're doing great. Wow! Gosh, jeez, (laughs) took a dark (laughs) turn. Way to bring the podcast down, no, not at all. But hey, that wasn't on the agenda. I like to stay real. (laughs) Kerbo, keep it real. Microsoft, what do you know? Apparently, testing countless modular-based prototypes for Xbox Two. Uh, I think that's sort of saying a little bit more toward what you were saying about yeah. Yeah. the modular thing for, for PlayStation. So just, I guess, going back into that issue a little bit, we're seeing that shift where they're thinking outside the box. It's not like where you used to buy a 64. Although, remember when they had 64 and you could get the RAM upgrade? Remember that? Mm. The expansion pack? I don't know what that was all about because 
you could play any game with no issue. I don't know what the problem was. I'm not. I'm not following that one. What was the what was the peripheral that did that? There was it's not the the rumble pack was the no, thing no, no, that no, gave no, you rumble pack. It was an expansion, expansion pack, pack that went right? into the front of the sixty four. You know who would know? Dusty. Oh, it's a question for the old Dustmaster. <laughs> I but yeah, I was never really sure. So I I think modular um, peripherals for consoles is is going to be something that we'll see more of. But I'm uh, I'm all for it. Because I think the more the more you can sort of upgrade and beef up your system, the more longevity you'll get. Yeah, I, I look me too. You know, I I, I want to push it as far as it can go. Sure. Um, and I want to experience as far as this can go. There's no no doubt about that, and I don't think anyone would be in the way of that. I, I think, think it's just more about how much money years. that's going to cost. Yeah. Next you two know, years, I think. Look at VR. Like, how much is that going to bloody mm. kill us? If you decide to go one, if you decide to go all three. Yeah, you, you you're out of pocket it's a, a lot of money. Very very expensive habit. You know, you mm. you could be doling out ten grand at least if you wanted everything complete with all your PC mm. to run it. When AR comes out, Hololens, when that stuff really starts pumping out, then it's more money. Yeah, mm. makes it hard to be a multi console owner. Mm. You know, very very expensive habit. Mm. Yeah, but hey, there's not much on the front there of that Microsoft story. It's I, just I'm I'm definitely intrigued by it all. You know, if they go that way, that's the way it all things seem to be leading to with Microsoft is this whole central yeah, yeah. centralized modular based offering where they want to make the Xbox into a PC bastards bastards there can only be one master race <laughs> speaking of bastards uh, Dark Souls 3 Who's the bastard there, man? No, I don't know. <laughs> Is it because it's my turn? Yeah, so. <laughs> I always just try and go for the segue. I don't really know where it's going. But just, speaking of... Uh, Dark Souls 3, we don't have solid figures, but we know that it uh, has completely outsold Dark Souls 2 um, when you compare first weeks um, by 61%. That's pretty huge. That's huge. What that's sort of indicative of is a growing audience for this sort of subgenre of why the hell am I doing this punishment painstakingly horrible experience of a game yeah. which actually feels rewarding <laughs> and you know it, it yeah. works it gets uh, it really speaks to the masochists in yeah. people you know? <laughs> that's yeah. such a funny way to put it <laughs> yeah it's, it's it's surprising but not I think a lot of this success on the sales reports come from the success that Sony had with Bloodborne um, yeah. you know, that's one of the probably most universally praised titles on the PS4. It changed a lot of the play style, uh, made it a little bit more forgiving on the player as opposed to Dark Souls 2. So mm. I think that in conjunction conjunction with the massive amount of marketing that you see, like you, I've yeah. gone past buses in, really. in every town that have got Dark Souls signage all over it. And that's something I haven't seen. It feels seen. like it's the only game that's come out in the past couple of months I haven't really seen as much advertising I, in any other game I except maybe say, The Division it's probably the most noteworthy aside from The Division yeah like like Bandai have been pushing it hard out there yeah. and, and you know that's that's you know kudos to them for for getting it out to the masses and now I guess it's reflected in the, the sales figures yeah mm. I'm trying to think of what else I'm looking forward to this year aside from Final Fantasy 15 uh, I'm looking forward to the new Ghost Recon Fire Emblem. Yeah. I was looking forward to um, Horizon Zero Dawn, but God damn it, apparently it's going to get pushed back to 2017 really? as well. Mm. So that right in the feels. But Gears of War, I'm hyped for. Gears of War. Yeah. Um, Uncharted 4, I'm hyped for. Yeah. Ba- Battleborn doesn't really... I, I played it. Mm. Yeah. Doom. Mm. Paragon even. 
I'm hyped for Paragon. Paragon. Paragon I've been, I've been playing Paragon with our man Troll. Shout out to the big giant, oh, yeah? seventeen foot bald man with the giant beard Who named Troll. May know uh, Adam Winter. Adam Winters. Yeah. Really? Is he playing it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, I did a couple of sessions with him the other day. So um, I'm still loving Paragon. I got um, Ben, one of our boys from up in Queensland, onto as well. He's loving it. Loving it. I'm gonna so, go to crack. So yeah, get back on. We've got a team of five now. We can roll the full crew. Yeah. Ali too. Yep. Thanks. Nice. Thanks yeah, no worries. I'll just um, Ali hot. Yeah, join up. I'll I'll just I'll just play. Here's the storm. Get I'm on, surprised you haven't got onto it. Yeah. Is the, is You've been Par- mobbering your heart out. Is last Paragon the first person one? No, it's oh, third, third person. person. It's third it's person. the mode that looks person. like Gears of War, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. I mean, yeah. Like I, I, haven't, I haven't played it. So you, you gave Smarter Crack last week, so it's uh, yeah, similar in feel, but like the the look of the game is very different okay I'll give it a go Smite's very like I don't know what the word would be cartoony compared to Paragon yeah. it's more gritty yeah I'm with you there yeah so I think that's pretty much it no we've got one more one more one more Street Fighter 5 has announced its second character to join the current lineup you know the first new character they announced the other week was Alex they and dropped yeah dropped last month and now Guile is making his way to Street Fighter Five. Didn't see that coming. So why? Um, no, you why? did. We did. I was being sarcastic. Oh right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's Guile. Convinced me. Guile is a. Staple. That's what I was gonna say. Isn't like he's like the main bloke? Isn't yeah, he? he's he's a staple. He's, he's, he's been there since two. Yeah. Um, you oh, know. Oh, Jean Claude. God, that was the worst casting yes. in the universe. This is Van Damme. <laughs> what is the accent he puts on in that film? He's meant to be American, he's meant like to be... Johnny Americano, but he's. Yeah. Not. <laughs> yeah, it, it, is, it is woeful. It uh, is woeful. If you could cast a new Street Fighter movie, who who would you? Who, who would, would you be Guile? Oh, God, who would I put as I Guile? Think, I think Channing Tatum, Dolph Lundgren. You know, I think the uh, yeah, that's a sick. That's a yeah, sick but like casting. a young Dolph. It'd have to be, It'd a have young, to be Dolph. young Dolph. Yeah. But unless we did like old gritty grizzly Street Fighter, I think the Expendables or Fast and the Furious. Any of them are like the closest you <laughs> can get play to the Street entire Fighter, cast of yeah. Street Fighter. <laughs> where everyone's just jumping around, screen fist fighting. Chun I'd probably get that judo chick from uh, Sense Eight. From oh what? yeah, yeah, yeah. That Korean I girl. Can see that. Oh, Sense Eight. I never finished that. Oh. I got. Oh, or, I couldn't um, get into it. It was just crap. What's the name? Is it? Yeah. Do you say? It? Is it Ming Na Wen? I think you pronounce the name. The nice um, Agent May from Agents of Shield. She yeah. could play Chun Li. She's an ass kicker in Shield, so. She could play that. Who who would you put as Ryu? Tony Yar. Ryu looks like Ooh. the most boring. Ryu's meant to be Japanese, but they always like design yeah. him as some Caucasian dude. Yeah, yeah, true. He was, but in, who played him in the oh, Street Fighter? Yeah. Johnny Smith off the street. Like and the guy who played he was Ken. such a nothing character in that one. Him too. and Ken, they were just yeah. both yeah. pussies. And Ken Ken was the guy from Blood In Blood Out. Yeah. Oh. I remember Ra- Ra- Raul Julia was Bison. Oh, yeah. man. Who, who was, was um, Gomez in Adam's Family oh, as well. He's such a Kylie Minogue was Cammy. Yeah, and yeah. she's meant to be English, but they got the Australian girl to play her. Grace. Apparently, her and John Claude Van Damme on set yeah. did the deed. Sonic he came Boom's out like day. last year and said that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And um, Dowsim was just a doctor that didn't have stretchy arms that yeah. you know, created Blanca. And Blank, yeah, I oh, got that whole film was a mess. Mm. It was, it was All shit. It was a bloody mess. It was so poorly done. <laughs> Do a new Street Fighter movie. Make it good. The the animes and stuff like that, yeah, they're um, cool. Were fantastic. Yeah, they're yeah, cool. right. Yeah, but um, I know, yeah, I, I think live... fighting games in general, like for a story perspective, the story's always pretty 
weak. Especially in Street Fighter. Oh, you, get, Tekken, you get lost in it too. Tekken's got a bit, of the, bit down the deep it's end just of the, the last few. Hihashi's the bad guy that's always fucking hey, Hihashi. No, dude, that's pretty it's gone into like... For most of the time. It's gone into some really crazy And then Jin went places. dark and... Well, you're basically fighting demons and spirits and shit. I forget their names, but like there's just a... Cr- you played Tekken Force and Tekken 6, right? Yeah. And in the end of it, you're just fighting that giant bloody Robot. Dr- dragon thing. And I hate you it. You fight robots? Yeah, I don't know. Mm. It's wacky as fuck. Dumb. Yeah. It is dumb. <laughs> they are doing a remake of the Mortal Kombat, like in film. For, obviously, they've been doing the, the, the TV, or the, the web-based series, but they're doing yeah. a movie again as well. They just need to give it a hard R rating, though. Like, they need to make I won't, I won't watch it. gory fatalities. I'm too attached to the first two. Yeah, there's some Although, classic. Attached yeah, by there's their some classic. The second one was really bad. I Especially because they recast Raiden. Yeah, that was on the other night. And I watched it, and I was like, oh, it's just not as good as the first one. Christopher Lambert is Raiden. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Incredible stuff. <laughs> Love that yeah. guy. Do I look like your travel agent? <laughs> Those are $500 sunglasses, asshole. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's go back a step. Gal's going to be the next character for Street Fighter V. Is that going to get you back into it? I'm done already. I'm pretty done. Yeah. I, I, I might dabble like, but I like that they're staying true to Guy and they're going to make him more of a charge character you know with Charlie, uh, Charlie how you can sort of do quarter circle forward to do yeah was that a change things. was that a change from previous Charlie yeah Charlie was a charge character as well but they've made yeah. him a lot more fluid yeah um, you know what I'd like to see with an evolution in, uh, in fighting games is a better use of terrain I Tekken think, I think uh, that's all you need the thing about uh, that I love about Smash Brothers is that it's it's on, it's on a level that's like, uh, you know, you've got different terrain. You jump, you move around stuff, and that adds to your technique. It's a little bit, little bit easier in a game like Super Smash where it's a 2D side. Like, it's just a 2D game, and you're just going left and right. You're not going forward and backwards down to, like, a, a Z-axis, whereas, like, Street Fighter Street Fighter 2 is like that, uh, I guess. Yeah, shit, I just sort of made a point and defeated it in one breath. What was that game we were playing the other day, the DC Injustice. based Injustice, God's Among Us. It, it had Injustice, sort of interactive environment. Maybe two, third person, oh, third person view. Because um, I just think, there's only so much you can do with 2D fighting. Mm. Uh, make it third person and get some terrain in there because when you watch fights in Kung Fu movies and shit, they always yeah. use the terrain around two, them to their advantage. Two games that are similar to that. Actually, the Naruto, the last one that came out, Ultimate, bloody Shippu- Ninja Storm, Naruto, and, yeah, blah, Ultimate blah, blah. Ninja Storm 4. Yeah. Um, uses terrain really well and it is uh, very much like uh, it's not horizontal you are moving around an entire map so that yeah. does it well uh, a lot of the Budokai Tenkaichi Dragon Ball Z games do it as well mm. um, so those games do it but not Street Fighter imagine like a Injustice was EX was plus terrain. Alpha I think used, used that um, no that yeah, was didn't it? no it's, that was where it first got the 3D character models in it and they were real blocky yeah, but I, yeah. I, I and thought it was like, like Garuda was, I think was yeah. in that one yeah. Looks like we've got uh, our top 10, is it, for sales? Nah. Or? Nah, the, the list is glitchy. It's an old one. It came out, it only came out four days ago, but it doesn't include some. So we're going we're gonna to move that one oh, and attack well. it next Let's time. Let's talk about something interesting. <laughs> yeah, we, we've decided to be. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, it's exciting, exciting. I meant to say. Oh, no, we, no, that was great. We've, we've, we've decided to. Stick uh, to your guns there, lad. <laughs> pew, pew. Do a little giveaway for our listeners. How about that? So, we are going to give away a copy of Dark Souls 3, Sam's new favourite game. New favorite. Pretty well, everyone out there's new favourite game by the sounds of things. Not me. 
Um, if you go to 8bit.net, excluding Reese, we'll get him on it eventually. He's tried it. That's I don't know what thing. I like. That's my problem. I, I, I hate everything and I don't know why. And I'm sorry. You'll like Hearthstone. I, like, I don't mind Hearthstone, but it's microtransactions. You like obscure titles. Yeah, like Catherine on Xbox oh, 360. What the fuck? That's for a whole nother, that's for a whole nother episode. It's <laughs> that so game. weird, but I love that game. So. Um, how, do we, how do we get this game? Getting ready? back on track. How do we get this game? Two, two fronts, so you can enter two times if you want to. Um, the, the first way, head over to apit.net forward slash the feed. You'll see an article around the top there um, called Lollybag. Uh, ch- jump on in there. There's a short questionnaire at the bottom. Fill that out. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash we are 8-bit. Mm. And, you know, that'll lock in your entry that way. But the other way is to email us, email us at thehungrygamers at 8-bit.net. With the keyword, death fest. Death fest. Death fest, all one word, D-E-A-T-H-F-E-S-T. So As email us. Festival of death. Yes. Death fest. Dark Souls 3. Death fest. Pretty well a death fest. Yeah. So two fronts, get in. Now, are you a stickler for spelling, Brendan? Are you going to pick people up if it's one word or two words or... I'll, I'll, I'll allow both. Yeah. I'll, I'll allow two words or a typo or if they, you know... What if they put spacing between every letter? I'll, I'll that's allow a, that too. That's a dick move. What, what, if, what if it's alternate flexible. caps? If there is, I'll, I'll allow everything except Times New Roman font because I hate that font. I was going to say, is font a big thing for you? Yeah, Times New Roman is a special... What about papyrus? Oh. Italics? I don't mind italics. How do you feel about webding, wingdings? W- wingdings. Wingdings. You can't even understand you can't, you can't what do it is. Why do they even have them? Can someone please set through death first in wingdings? I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Uh, you might so actually yeah. win the bloody it's thing. Comic, Dark Souls comic 3. Sans, comic Dark Souls 3. The, the comps have been online on the website for a few days now. We've got about 10 or 12 entries at the moment mm. after you know, a 24-hour period, which is good. But yeah, you've got until... Um, the next episodes that we're going to start recording next week. So that'll be the 30th of April. Entries close 30th of April. Platform of your choice, Xbox One or PS4. You're not hamstrung to a particular console. Yeah. Mm. Get on in there. Get on Dark Souls 3. Most death Fest. Cr- on think, us. I think subcondition, most creative way of sending the word Death Fest to, uh, to us uh, will be considered. Okay. Yeah. We'll add that. Yeah. There you go. There, there you go. go. Just changing the rules. Changing the rules. Changing the rules. <laughs> On the topic of uh, of email and things like that and, and listener interaction, we will do something we haven't done in a little while. Let's dive into the big old mailbag. Yeah, the mailbag. So, so diving in. L-E. There, there's a thousand letters in here. I don't even know who still sends letters, but we've got some very nostalgic uh I don't know how they keep finding there. the mailbox. They you do. Know, we never announce it. It's it's a virtual box. It's online. It's on Google. Virtual Not going to take the bait there. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we uh, got a couple of emails through. The Hungry Game is at apit.net, by the way, if you want to hit us up on there. Kyle has sent us an email and he sent us the question. What is the most amount of money you have spent on a video game? In brackets, could be over a series, limited editions, microtransactions... And do you look back at it with any form of regret? Reese, do you want to lead us off? Oh, I'm just trying to think because, I mean, here's, here's a news shock, you know, stop the presses. I don't really spend a lot of money on games. Mm. Um, but I have in the past. Yeah. Um, some money that I've spent on games. Actually, probably Heroes of the Storm is probably what I spent most money on. I think I paid 20 bucks and I got Tychus and a few other characters. Okay. Um, but... To be fair, uh, I don't regret it because Tychus is 
the, the character he's, he's your that man I, now. That he's I use. your main. I don't waste money on stuff like skins or anything like that. If there yeah. was like some way you could buy abilities, I'd be all over it. But skins, I don't give a shit about. I wanted that goddamn pig. Yeah, you I got the pig. Right. I got the pig. I did buy. Um, I, I I did buy some chips on uh, on on the, the pool game on iPhone. What's it called? Super Pool or something? Uh, what are the chips? So are, you are they crisps Q? or are they current in-game? Eight ball pool, it's called. Um, it's an online game. <laughs> you spend your money on that piece of shit. Yeah, and the thing is, is that like, because because this game's evil because you get addicted to it. It's just a top-down to the touchscreen pool game. Yeah. you get addicted to it, um, and you've got to throw money in to play, and you earn chips if you play. Mm. But then I ran out of chips, and it's like, well, you get another hundred chips in two days' time. So or, it's pay to play. Or you can spend three dollars. And buy ten thousand chips, and I was like, oh, three bucks." Then I can get on with my you pool can, playing. You can play pool forever now. Yeah, uh. and then like if you play, you win more, and you the stakes go high. So so I did pay a little bit for that, and I do feel kind of dirty because I kind of stopped playing it after, and I come back to it, and it's like, you spend that money. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think the whole idea of paying to play games is dumb from just the get go. <laughs> You're gonna. Draw this money out of people to, to buy the goddamn game and then you want more. Anyway, that's, I, yeah. that's me, Sammy. Okay. Um, well, yeah, I think I said it already uh, probably a couple of times. Hearthstone's been yep. uh, like uh, yeah, three to $400 there. But like, it's, it's interesting you said that, Reese. I, I agree in some cases and I disagree in some cases. I, I agree with games like Hearthstone and League of Legends where they are constantly servicing the game and they're bringing out new and additional mm. content which has an impact on the game that should be paid for or like you know it's not wrong to put a price yeah, to that if there's a managed service that needs to be maintained I don't yeah. mind doling out some papers if they come out with new maps or something that I'm okay with that new but it's like, but see, like stuff like that they, they oh you can't with, play it you know? until tomorrow or you can pay five dollars yeah that's crap and like uh, I don't agree with you know Street Fighter's current model of we'll just give you ten and then we'll just slowly release a, a stream of characters or, or Mortal Kombat 10 did that as well. It's like, no, just give me all the fucking characters because I, did pay, I did pay $100 for this game that I'm not going to play in a year from now because you're going to stop servicing it in a year from now. Whereas, yeah, yeah League of Legends, still going. Brandy. Um, you know, I think I've probably spent about you know two or 300 on League as well, actually, mm. over the years. I'd, I'd say I'm, I'm sort of looking at it, including all these other parts over a series and limited editions. And I'd say... Probably Gears of War to be to be true. Um, really? Because I bought the limited editions of said game on the Xbox 360. I bought this custom Gears of War case mount that um, had the Gears of War logo on the side and it lit up. You, you powered it by the USB oh, uh, off the uh, console. I thought we were talking about in-game content though. Oh, no. I'm, I'm reading this bit of everything because it says it could be over a series, limited yeah. editions, microtransactions. So I'm, I'm just looking most? at it. Is that the most you've ever spent? Well, I bought a, a limited edition like life-size Lancer as well. I've I've seen that actually. <laughs> yeah. Remember that big sucker? So I've I've that game I've probably over the you know the whole basis of the series I've probably you know doled out easy over a thousand bucks on that. What? <laughs> with, with the few games Your with the Lancer, thousand bucks. <laughs> I think that Lancer cost me three hundred bucks on its own. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever just... used it for anything? Oh, we all picked it up and had a photo with it once or twice. That's yeah, we did. It. it was worth it. It was worth the 300. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See what I'm saying? It was worth Brendan's 300. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice one. Yeah. So we've got another question. Michael sent us a question. It's a little bit short and sweet. Michael, last name withheld. 
Yeah, we we don't want to we don't want to give out. That's it. That no, that's a last name of hell. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually a joke from another podcast. We anyway. we care about our listeners' privacy. We don't. I do. I don't. Well, fuck you both. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, best and worst controller ever created. Best controller Xbox 360. Worst NES. Sam, I didn't even think about this. I didn't see this question. Right, so I'm, I'm going to talk to me. I'll dive in first. I'm I'm going to back you a thousand percent on the Xbox 360 controller. The weight behind that thing is second to none. Like it feels like quality in your hands. I love the offset joysticks of Xbox. Um, the triggers felt great. And the worst controller is the goddamn Nintendo 64 controller, in my opinion. Nah. You need three hands to hold the thing if you want. You just have to get used to it. That's no. one of those things. I still think the NES... People might shoot me up for the NES a bit because it's such a classic. But the thing is, is that... Those D-pads wore down after a while. Those buttons, those buttons would get sticky. They would fall mm. apart. It was just too cheap. They needed something more heavy duty. Yeah. Throw uh, them back to last week. Throw them back to Sam. On the spot. Um, and I'll go a bit different. Uh, I love the Hori fight sticks oh. for fighting games. Yeah. I think they're, the, you know, they're certainly my favorite. Sure. They're definitely the industry standard. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Fuck Mad Cats. Mm. Mad Cats. Poor old Mad Cats are pretty well, you know, <laughs> dead actually, thanks to, um, to Rock Band. They're actually raking it in. Oh, really? Yeah, because Rock Band, like Mad Cats signed Rock Band for, you know, exclusive rights to manufacture oh, all their gaming, uh, like musical peripherals. peripherals. Yeah. And then the game just tanked. So <laughs> Mad Cats have like released a lot of staff. Uh, they're downscaling. They're bleeding money everywhere. So, yeah, poor Mad Cats. Tough. More like dead cats. <laughs> Xbox, Xbox controller. The first one. The first Xbox. It was big. And and the first so controller big. that came with it that was yeah. released with, with the it big was giant so green big. Xbox logo yeah. in the middle. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty. It was huge. You could kill someone with that. You could. <laughs> yeah, you could, could probably say that about a lot of things. But yeah, yeah, you could probably not kill a PS4 with controller that. because it's like paper. You throw that, it'll come back to you. It's like a boomerang. Give it a try, listeners. Mm. <laughs> Just don't uh, send me the bills. Have you seen all the people punching through their TVs with a VR headset on? Oh, no. no. There's uh, already a bit of a compilation going on YouTube. That is just brilliant. like all these people just completely unaware of their surroundings, uh, breaking shit in their house. Jesus. I remember like they had that site, We Have a Problem, when they started. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Wiimotes going through TVs. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, sad, sad, sad I'm trying to think how this whole VR thing is going to work with the spatial awareness of it, but... I'm sure they'll you, figure out something. You're pretty much just going to have to like move all the furniture out of need a particular to have a, a room. dreamatorium. <laughs> a dreamatorium. <laughs> <laughs> like a community. I love that. Uh, I love that. So, yeah, any, any listeners out there that have additional questions, um, anything you want us to tackle, game-related, not game-related, we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go. Hit us up, Facebook, Twitter, at WeAre8Bit. Sam, 8Bit Sam. Reese Fried Reese. Myself, Brendan, 8Bit. But we'll sort of close off the mailbag there because this episode's starting to run a little bit long. We'll skim through some new releases. A lot of games on here that um, I guess I probably, bad me, haven't really looked into. A lot of them I haven't heard of. I try and keep up to date, but not a huge amount of massive titles coming out this upcoming week. I'll skim through them pretty quick. If you know anything about it, jump on in because a lot of these are just going straight over my head. Cool. Should we uh, should we just try and come up with a story premise for each of them really quick, Reese? Yeah, I like that. One sentence. Let's yeah. do that. One sentence. Okay, so Sam, you get the first one. Yeah. Aliens versus Pinball. Uh, so quite simply, the aliens from Alien versus Predator have all of a sudden 
come up with this huge addiction for old school pinball machines. So they time travel back to the 50s to take fair out call. humanity there and then. Fair call, fair call. Reese, alienation. Uh, when all of your friends go out and don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's April, April 26th, really. Fuck. <laughs> okay, Sam, also on April 26th, hyper-devotion noir, goddess black heart. Good luck with this one. That's uh, that's where you have a really uh, monomatic uh, fetish for uh, women with black hair. Hmm. Fair call. That's the best I could do. April 26th also, King's Quest, Chapter 3, Once Upon a Climb. Uh, You play the role of Rodney King, who is uh, a very famous boxing promoter, and he's trying to get onto his own bed. Hmm. Solid, solid. April 26th as well, Sam, Rocket Birds 2 Evolution. Uh, the sequel to Rocket Birds 1, uh, which of course is a fantastic title. Uh, <laughs> Rocket Birds 2 uh, sees you playing as mechanical birds uh, shipped into the Pokemon world to prevent the Pokemon from evolving. Oof. So- sounds like it'd be pretty dark. There's a lot of explosions. Uh, again, quite like the first one. Something else on April 26th, Reese, The Song of Tyrum. So this is a car maintenance game <laughs> um, because when, you're, when your tyres wear down, you get the song of tyre rim. Oh, that's so bad. God. <laughs> get in the corner. <laughs> April 26th as well, Sam. Stranger of Sword City. Uh, this is a really, uh, really awesome game. Uh, you just rock around this giant metropolis where everyone has a sword. Uh, and is just fighting in the city. There's bloodshed everywhere. And your role is to, uh, to try and make your way through this city alive. Reese, this, Great game. this next title on April 27th uh, uh, might be a cousin of Stranger of Sword City, Duelist. Uh, so it's spelled D-U-E-L-Y-S-T. You're a dyslexic uh, uh, fighter who tries to fight everyone with, uh, with, their, bad, uh, with their bad spelling. Mm. Sounds good. April 27th, Emerge, Cities of the Apocalypse. Uh, I think this one is about a, a, a baby being born. Um, so you play as the baby coming out of the womb. <laughs> Into a into a, a city uh, that is about to go into a nuclear fallout, or oh, is wow. about to have a nuclear fallout. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Reese, Dark a- game. April twenty seventh. April twenty eighth. Sorry, Avalon Lords. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. This is one about an alien invasion where the world is slowly being taken over by a Toyotas. Very very car based titles. It's strange coincidence. This yep. one. <laughs> April twenty eighth as well. Back in nineteen ninety five. Uh, okay, this game is set in the future um, for... <laughs> Are you sure? For, for, uh, it's, it's too... Bit it's of a play on words. It's two old-timey dudes telling stories from their childhood. Oh, okay. It's a, it's a, it's a bloody... Uh, what are those story games, you know? Oh, yeah, 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 It's one yeah. of those. Just click and just go through it. Like There's, a Telltale game. Yeah, yeah telltale. telltale. So that's it. It's a Telltale title. Okay, yeah. Reese, April 28th, Lost Reavers. Uh, so you've got two, uh, what, what they call reavers are sort of like, um, almost like uh, uh, raiders or, or people that try and invade. So you've got okay. uh, two Anglo-Scottish gentlemen uh, who are lost in the city of Dunedin trying to find their way back to the pub. Nice, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, Mini Mario and Friends on April 28th as well. 
Uh, it's his nickname for his penis, and his friends are all the ladies of the Nintendo world. Nintendo's wow, first R rated release. A bit risque. Really, really, really something. Very yeah. Atari sex games. Yeah. <laughs> and the last one, Reese, also on April 28th, Off World Trading Company. So, this is uh, mainly aimed at a target market of 40 to 60 year old males. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you run a company that sells uh, vacuum cleaner bags and you have to uh, basically negotiate deals. That's a hard uh, slog because most vacuums are going bagless these days. There'd be a high level of difficulty in this. Um, the world is changing around you. You've got to figure out a way to, like you want to sort of land the big contracts, like you want the hotels, you want the hospitality okay. industry, you want those central <clears throat> vacuum bags, uh, yeah. you know, to set you up with not not only just the, the, the deal itself, but also like the longevity of the, uh, replacing of the bags and things like that. So you've also got to figure out where to get costs down. Um, you know, financial years coming up. It's 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 a hectic slog. I've heard the slogan of this game is "Try not to suck." Sounds like a real time suck. <laughs> okay, I'm we've, definitely going to be sucking puns. I'm definitely going to pick up "Song of Tyrem based off that, uh, that mechanical awesome, base. Tyrem. This is a new. Uh, this has to be a new thing. I, I like it. I like, I like it. it. You know, we're we're just coming up with with gold here on the Hungry Gamers. That's you know? it. If these games and aren't anything to these like what we uh, what we are saying they are, <laughs> I'd be very disappointed. I'm, I'm very definitely keen to pick up Super Mario and see how crazy <laughs> Nintendo have gotten. So, you're looking for some uh, things to do this week when not playing Mini Mario and Friends. Um, Plan B Small Club have got their weekly trivia-based um, night going on this coming Wednesday here in the Sydney CBD. The, uh, the focus this... What, what, not episode. What would we say? It Thanks for this, uh, of this, this trivia, round of trivia. This round. That's the wording I'm looking for. Yep. They're going to do girls. They are going to do girls. No, so any of you as fans in out there? The show? Yeah, the show. The show. Oh, I thought they just meant just girls. No, in general. Just girls in general. I like girls. There, I haven't there'd seen be no right answers if that's the case. Smashed it. Oh, you can be right or you can be happy. Okay, Moving so, away from your depressing married so, lives. <laughs> so Capt- Captain America Civil War hits cinemas this April, oh, this Thursday, April 28th. Yeah. I'm keen. Sam's obviously not. He's, I'll watch he's it. thrown I'll watch in the towel of it, Marvel. But I'm just, yeah, it's like, come on. I'll probably have to see it. Iron Man versus Captain America, you know, with their various parties of superheroes with them. I'm keen. Debut of Black, Black Panther, debut of Spider-Man. Get excited. Yeah. Bring back Tobey Maguire. No, piss off Tobey Maguire. Best Spider-Man. I think he was, the, he was good in the first two, but the third, the third one, was one was dog shit. So yeah, bad. Emo Spidey. And but they just destroyed Venom. Venom's my favourite character mm. pretty well in the Marvel Universe, did, and they just pissed all did over. Did Sam Raimi do that one as well? Direct that one? I don't know. I know he did the first one and probably the second. He did the first two. I don't think he did the third. You don't third. think he did the third? No. Don't quote me on that. Um, for any of you fighting game fans out there, here in Sydney as well, we've got uh, the York Street Battles... Number 41 at the Red Room on York Street uh, this Saturday, April 30 from 11am to 10pm. What is that? So it's a monthly fighting game tournament event run by the Legends at Oz Hado. Ah. Uh, they've got Street Fighter Five and Offer Mortal Kombat 10, um, Virtual Fighter Five, King of Fighters 13 and Guilty Gears. Ah, I love Guilty Gear. Yeah, so get along a Kerbo. Not, not really into fighting games, but I love Guilty Gear and get Blast along. Blue. Get along yeah. next Saturday, April 30, 11.30 yeah, 
a.m. kickoff. A couple of quick shout-outs. This one's been a long time come, but we seem to keep forgetting because we're assholes like that. <laughs> Stevie Crack, one of our most loyal listeners out there. He's out there sharing the love of the Hungry Gamers, telling all his friends. Good friends to, the, to all yeah, of us as well. Yeah, giving us constant praise. So, Stevie, you're a legend of a man. Welcome Hope everything's going well. Anytime. Yeah, we need to get him in here for, for a session, I reckon. Yeah. It'd, it'd be an eye-opening experience, I reckon. But he's, yeah, I'm keen. Thanks, Stevie, for all the, all the kind words to us. So I think we all appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And the next one. Um, uh, Wait, Sin and Tonic? Sin and Tonic, that's a new podcast that just debuted this week. Um, it's run by one man based down in Adelaide. His name's Mitchie, good guy. Sin and Tonic's like a short 20 to 30 minute weekly banger where he goes through some gaming news, but he also gets pretty drunk on the podcast. So it's very, <laughs> very fast and loose. That's, uh, that's pretty funny. He delves into some like previous drinking stories. It was, was very interesting. I listened to the first episode the just other day. Talk, talking to himself. Yeah, just talking to himself. That's awesome. Recording it on his iPhone of all things. So oh, shout wow. out to Sin and Tonic. Give him a listen. He's on iTunes. First episode's up. Share some love to Sin and Tonic. I have one as well. Yes. Not on the agenda. Not really gaming related, but a good friend of mine has uh, just taken up the head cocktail position at a brand new bar um, just off Oxford Street. So for any of you Sydney insiders out there looking for a new bar to go to, a new cool place to check out, uh, it's called Pocket Bar. It's like right next door to Small Bar if you've ever been there. It is absolutely baller. His name's Louis Dixon. Bloody great bartender, great mm. cocktails. If you like me and you love your old fashions, go see this guy. He knows exactly what he's doing. Louis Dixon. Nice going, Louis. We're, we're going to come there for a couple of I'll afternoon now. brews. I'll go yeah. there right fucking yeah. now. Mate, I could go old fashioned any time. Ginger apple things. Whatever that is. Oh, the fireball what um, whiskey yeah, with yeah. apple juice. Yeah. Mm. Although, don't give me those shits that take 20 minutes to make. <laughs> I really fucking hate it when, when I ain't got time for the theatrics when I girls get in there <laughs> and they're like can I have an apple ginger splice and it's like 20 minutes later and he's like you know churning through a kiln and trying to get all these like different papayas and like take the rinds off and milk the dew into a little cold boiler which you know puts it into a gas which he collects and puts back and the thing's like mate I want a drink not a goddamn you know, theatric show. Fireball Rum. Do you see the video on on uh, Facebook? It was going around of the bloody redneck who drunk a whole oh, bottle, yeah. Yeah. then got tased and uh, maced. Yeah, it was it was a cracker. Oh, he, he deserved it thoroughly. What about but... that woman that bought no, like, the Exo was... Hennessy, the like five hundred bottle dollar bottle Hennessy, and they wouldn't let her take it on the plane, so she drank the whole thing. Oh my she got... god! Yeah. Because that's like a five hundred dollar bottle. Dedication. Fucking go, Nana. Yeah, yeah. She was, and she was. It was a woman as well. It put me to yeah. shame. All about that life. Yeah, jeez, I could do it. <laughs> I'd be feeling pretty rough and dusty the next day. Oh. So we'll do a couple of quick closing words, and then we're going to end on something pretty big that's happening in the next few or the last few days. But before we jump into that, um, if you can do us all a favor, jump on iTunes. Rate and subscribe, chuck a review. That's our lifeblood. I know we harp on every week. Apologies about that, but it keeps us relevant. We are sitting in that new and noteworthy section again for a second week. We're actually number two this week. We're, we're climbing, the, climbing the charts. Jeez Louise. And that is with thanks to our listeners out there. So thanks yeah, again um, really for, for getting it, us out there, spreading really the love. So iTunes, if you preferred mediums on SoundCloud, you can also find us on there. Mm-hmm. Twitter and Facebook at We Are 8-Bit. Find myself at Brendan 8-Bit. Find you guys. Where do we find you guys again? Even though we harp on all the time. Fried Reese. Instagram is what I am mostly on, though. Which he is. is. Turbo Kerbo underscore. 
at 8bitsam for me. Yeah, so so find us on there, you know. Check it out. You know, send us a message, send us a, you know, follow us, whatever, we'll follow you back. We're, we're chatty good guys. We, we want that fan interaction. We're, we're trying to build a community here, you know, where we're not bigger than anyone else. We're just three guys talking into three mics, talking about video games. There so, you, go. you know, come join the party. But as I said, thanks again to everyone who is out there currently listening, rating, subscribing, sharing the love. It's much, much appreciated. We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But guys, something happened in the last few days, which is pretty huge. Does someone want to take lead? Um, yeah, look, this is, this is one thing for me that really sort of upset me because uh, it sort of really stopped me in my tracks to think about mortality because I'm a musician and uh, for me the death of, uh, of Prince was something that really affected me um, because you know you think your heroes are immortal but you know in a way it makes you appreciate life in such a different way because here's someone who came to the earth on a meteorite and just changed the way we live and breathe music and he's gone and it's like he was there two weeks ago and now he's not and it's 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 big it's 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 very big like at 57 you know completely out of the blue he's been i think a a facet of everybody's life in some degree with his music um he's 33 percent my parent okay that's uh well it would it's huge (laughs) he was on every stereo while we were getting conceived 100% he's 33% our parent I thought he tagged in for Brian mate yeah, he, <laughs> yeah like like if if, <clears throat> if you can't close the deal with Prince on on the radio at home then you're in some trouble you know he Prince is the panty dropper get on that nasal delivery technology I think it was he was released what 27 or 29 albums or something something ridiculous like that so yeah our hearts go out to anyone you know, within that direct family of of the legend that is Prince. But I believe he also left a little bit of an impression on the gaming world. Because, uh, if I'm not mistaken... Very true. There was Very a small true. homage to Prince in yeah. uh, was so, it Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so Ed Boon, actually, the character Rain, he's came out and, you know, confirmed that, yeah, Rain was based off his affinity towards Prince. There you go. Mm. So... Very loose that his reputation lives on in that regard, but uh, yeah, there definitely needs to be um, more Prince-related video game stuff happening. Mm. Yeah, I think we need to, uh, you know, put a bit of Prince on tonight in the bedroom and uh, look after our respective partners. Get our mini Mario. I think out. that's what Prince would have liked. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll just be walking the streets lonely, thinking about the uh, the times, the good times in 1999. <laughs> so. If with my raspberry beret. If, we, if we've, <laughs> if we've uh, finished up, you know, any final thoughts? Computer blue. Just, it's, yeah, sad day. Sad day for the music world. Yeah. Sad. And, he, and he's just cross-generational. Like, you know, obviously we weren't around during his peak, but he sort of managed to hit everyone I know uh, in you know, some degree. I, I just know enough about him to know that he, he would have wanted people to laugh about this. He would have wanted people to have fun. He was a funny guy, really funny guy. Hmm. And, uh, you know, he wouldn't have wanted people to be sad for a second. I think he would have sued us, though, for playing his song. Yeah. <laughs> Back end of the well, podcast. he's not exactly going to sue us now, is he? Oh. No. 
Jesus. On that note, let's uh, <laughs> great end to the eulogy. Let's, <laughs> let's say, Prince, thanks for the memories, but also, uh, yeah, thank you, know, you. We'll see all you guys and girls next week. Thanks for listening, and stay hungry. 